Made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. Eastside, Matt, Zach, I'm Derek, uh, and this is a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. You might have noticed a, a new show in your feed. Uh, Burning Fight, our boy Nello. Hell yeah! About just Japanese wrestling, just gabbing all about the weekly happenings of Japanese wrestling. If you want to keep up. There's more Do wrestle it. content for your ears. Yeah. Brought to you by the fifth wrestle boy. Yeah, Nello. Nello. Five. Yeah, wrestle boys five life. Uh, we're gonna. Um, we got that our, just like threw everything off. We got our we got a live show next week. Uh, come if you feel comfortable. If you don't feel comfortable, stay home. We will not. I mean, I, be I can upset. usually only come if I feel comfortable. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of the opposite. Yeah. Okay, I have fair. to be. I have to be in situations quite precarious. <laughs> uh oh! Oh! No! 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 no, no. But what was, was that fucking? What was that stupid Nathan for you one where like the machine would pull his pants down in front of all those kids if he didn't get out of those binds in time? Yeah, get out of the handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way you can come. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And no, 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 no. Um. But yeah. <laughs> We'd love to see all your creamy faces. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Yep. Say what it again. What did you say? I didn't say anything. He's like, your cream what faces? <laughs> your creamy masked faces. Oh god, I thought you said. I thought you said creamy ass faces. Oh no, oh, like creamy <laughs> ass faces. Like Jesus. Bring no. you, bring yourself and your creamy ass face to our live show. Yeah, if you feel if you feel inclined, if you feel comfortable. Full disclosure: I won't. My flesh won't be at that live show. Yeah. My flesh, but my spirit will be, uh, and you know potentially some fun, some fun, some fun, some fun other content. Yeah, but well, don't, I don't want anyone surprised if you do come to our live show. It, it hurts my heart to not be a part of the live performance, but bear no Matt, sorrow because I will be back. Matt yeah. seems calm now, but he threatened to quit the show six times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you, you guys, you, everyone did miss the part where I was ugly crying over Zoom and boogers were coming out of my face. <laughs> um, it, was like, it was like Big Show punching Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> also, we're uh, we're beginning a new era, uh, Wrestle Boys 2.0, if you will. 2. Oh, new color, <laughs> dude. What, bought a, bun- what, what, bought what a bunch of paint that I'm just gonna splatter all over my computer. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna talk about Extreme Rules next two weeks from now. And yeah. then uh, we're gonna take a little breaky break, and we'll be back a with some fresh, breaker? from fresh content for your ears. Yeah, unless like fucking like Vince dies or something, we'll probably take a break. Yeah, yeah. If Vince dies, gonna... we'll be back. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and yeah, like like uh, Oster was saying, there's uh, it'll be a little break, and we're gonna come back with a new sort of format that we're excited and are talking about yeah uh and excited to share with y'all it'll be a a fun fun new era for the show 
And if you like the weekly recaps of all the bullshit going on you in go the fuck world, yourself. Uh, you might still get it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I've already said that I was going to do that. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever said it to the to the audience. Oh, hey. It might you know, it might surprise your audience, but we play it a little fucking fast and loose over here yeah. at WrestleBoys headquarters. Yeah. Yeah, just like Larry Gebert, we're just fucking playing play it fast and loose. Playing it fast and loose, just slinging hog and fucking for the, talking fog and, and talking fog. Being, oh. being jerks to four H four H teenagers that I'm interviewing at really early on a Sunday. For the two people who do not listen to this podcast and don't live here, Larry Gebert is a local weatherman. <laughs> He, a local daddy Jay weatherman. Walter Weatherman. He's uh, and here's the thing, he's been local weatherman for my whole life. Um, yep. Um. He, but he's not. He's still not the number one weatherman on his own news channel, <laughs> like on his own station. Wait, we're it's not still... allowed to talk about the other guy. Yeah, he's the yeah. morning weatherman. No, uh, uh, Scotty is on uh channel six. What's that oh, yeah. We're talking about Rick Lance. Yeah. Oh, of course. Now that's a name. That's the name of a guy. Is the big is the big Idaho. Big Dick Rick. It gave you Mark Johnson. Y'all know Mark Johnson. Mark Everyone Johnson. knows Mark Johnson, dude. W welcome to Genuine Weather Boys. <laughs> Podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of local weathermen. Yeah, let's... And Mark uh, Johnson. And Jay Walter Weatherman. We've got some interesting stuff to talk about this week, We have guys. a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's talk yeah. about a Big E Langston. Let's talk about it, dude. Uh, so, we had... Oh, Oh, Issa, you talk about it because you watched it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did watch it. It was great. Okay, so on Monday, before everything, like before Raw, Biggie said, I'm going to Raw and I'm cashing in my money in the bank title. Perfect. Or my money in the bank contract. And so they kind of Did that increase ratings at all? No. Okay. But what I enjoy about that is he, he tweeted it out and he kept saying it. They had moved the world title match up from Extreme Rules of Randy and Bob. To, to Raw, um, they said that Randy pulled some strings to get him off his game, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. so they teased that, and that's literally what they just were teasing the whole show. And then at the end of the show, Mister Langston cashes in on Bob Lashley and wins. Hell Crowd yeah. goes so wild. And Bob Bob had been sort of selling that he was going too far, right? Like he tweaked his knee, beating the shit out of a uh, fucking Randall, yes, or some or mm. Riddle, one of them. He was being a fucking be a shit beater, and then uh, tweaked his knee, which which was like the kayfabe reason why, uh, right? Fucking, well, you know, obviously Biggie could fucking beat anyone any day of the fucking week, but like, uh, but yeah, he, he took advantage of uh, of uh, the. The situation, but it makes kind of Bobby Lashley. I like it because it makes Bobby Lashley look like he's off his fucking game. It's like all fucking night, this dude's like, "Hey, I'm tonight. I'm cashing this in, and I'm gonna b beat you." But it's like, well, it looks like he got a little too carried away with his fucking aggression. Yeah, he mm -hmm. forgot. Mm -hmm. He forgot. And so it was just, it was just super cool because I was waiting for the swerve. I was waiting for like either him like to not be able to cash it in or lose it. Um. And instead, they promised something. The babyface promised that he was going to do something. Promised it throughout the whole show. Promised it before the show. Did it. And then actually succeeded. It is yeah. a happy ending that you don't normally get in especially main roster. It's a lot of heat building. But mm -hmm. they actually didn't make a babyface look bad. That's how you yeah. build a babyface. Well, the last they, time I can think of them doing with the, that with Money in the Bank was Rob Van Dam. 
Like oh, he yeah. he called his shot and, and successfully cashed in. I don't know that they've done the like call your shot thing and then do it since then. I wonder they've done the call your shot and but they've lost. Yeah. Right, but then they lose the the case. Uh, so the presumably then for the next little stretch, it's going to be uh, between Biggie and and Bob, right? Yeah, and then I think probably what they're going to be doing is because they announced the match for Crown Jewels, Biggie and Bob. But um, I'm guessing Goldberg showing up to that to ruin it for Bob. That sets up then Biggie versus Brock at. Survivor Series, which they already teased, and Paul Heyman and Big E um, have like a little history, and then there's the whole uh, Roman and Brock thing that's all like all discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be Big E and uh, Roman at Survivor Series, and then yeah. fucking Bob and Goldberg. Yeah. And then Goldberg, I just, then Goldberg he... can beat him because that's what probably happened because he doesn't have a title. I just can't hope... wait to see fucking Goldberg try to jackhammer Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope we get. I hope Big E gets his Goldberg match. That's my biggest hope. Yeah, just meat slapping meat. I do hope that for Big E. I, I do hope, because I've seen some people talking about on the internet that it seems as though, you know, there's an up uh, quite a, a battle ahead of them with the NFL kicking off, and people already aren't really watching their show as much as they would like. You know, still millions of people ain't nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Uh, almost as many people listen to this show. <laughs> but uh, fucking... Like, I just hope I, well, two things. My initial fear was like, oh man, I hope that they really put some time and attention into this run for Big E. That'd be really cool. But then I was like, it doesn't fucking matter because Big E's going to get it over no matter what it is, mm-hmm. whatever they give him. He's just the fucking man. And, uh, I, I hope, uh, I hope it's lengthy is all I can but say. They don't always like that. Look at Rusev day. Yeah. He you know organically got it over and they didn't give a shit. And maybe it doesn't need to be a lengthy run. Yeah, you know, I just hope I just hope he has fun. I don't I don't know. Like, it's really cool. Uh, this is a bad stat, but it sucks. Uh, it sucks that it happened, but it's cool that it finally happened. I guess it's the first time a black person has beat a black person to for, get for, for the t- for the title. Yeah, it's the first consecutive black champions in WWE history. Regard like not just WWE champion that also never happened with the world heavyweight. It hasn't happened with Universal. Like, um, before, so when Kofi, um, fought Lashley for the title this summer, that was the first time since The Rock versus Booker T that two black men had fought for the title. Damn. Was that Um, SummerSlam 2001? That was, yeah, the WCW Championship at SummerSlam 2001. 20 years ago? Yes. Was the Good last Lord. time that two black men had fought for a, a WWE title? Um, <laughs> That's insane, like world champion, dude. Um, like I wow. I, this is like before this. Only two times had people of consecutive people of color held world championships. That was with the world heavyweight in two thousand six and two thousand seven. It happened two different times. Um, so like that means there's been a white person involved in every changing of the world championship besides those two times in WWE history. Every so, single time. So kind of a fucking wild stat, you know, it's weird to think about like, uh, it's just weird when you're watching week to week and just like all the goings on, it's it, you kind of lose the big picture, but it, it's so wild that it's like in 20 years, man, that that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So like good, like, fucking good like uh, yeah it, it's like 
so ridiculously late in past time, but at least it's happened. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is definitely late in past time, but being able to have these moments, like two like black women like headlining WrestleMania, like having mm-hmm. the main event, like that stuff is cool. Right. Like Kofi winning, like just even having like that representation is super cool and important. Mm-hmm. And just seeing, especially just a a lot of different types of people and people from like different walks of life and skin colors and backgrounds, everything like that on WWE shows, even though sometimes their content is just shit. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see that representation being like seeing all these other different people get opportunities, not just some white dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was like reported that you know throughout the show, you, typical weeks, once a person's done with their segment, they may leave before all the fans leave. People might be leave, you know, performers might be leaving before the end of the show after their segments are done. It was reported right that a lot of most people stuck around for the main event because they wanted to watch Big E and they were just elated for him. Uh, and it seems like it's just one of those things in a company that can often make it hard to want to watch their products it is always still nice when they when a, a good feel good moment is delivered where just somebody who's a good fucking person uh gets a a rad moment well, and uh yeah it's cool to see that for him and everyone in the wrestling industry was stoked for him yeah. like that that shows like how good of a person he is like mm-hmm. everyone who has worked with him or knows who he is was excited for him and it's cool man like i don't i can't think of now, I mean, obviously, there's a, a storied history of big football boys becoming wrestlers, but Biggie really seems to have a passion for wrestling that wouldn't make you think this wasn't his like first career choice, if that makes well, sense. Because you know? he was grinding in FCW slash NXT for a while. It's like he he like actually earned it. He didn't just like and- fall like get like a push to the moon like after a year of training, and mm. then like fizzled out. Like, he really put us all into it. And if I'm remembering correctly, like, he found his love of it when he found Kofi and Xavier. Um, I mean, he, he definitely, like, it amped up even more. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he was doing cool stuff before. Yeah. I like that. He was an IC champion. I just know then. from listening to the show, he's always yeah, like, probably, I didn't want to do think... this. I didn't have this dream. And now I do it. And I love it. Yeah. I think it's, it hit, they... Like, re like they sparked a new like something new with him. It's like a different level. Yeah, a new day. Like, maybe a, a new day. Yeah, good for Biggie. Stoked as fuck for Biggie. Uh, and if it makes Raw more exciting, wow! <laughs> fucking, can you fucking believe it? You know, it's just well, it's just a cool thing. And, and I mean, I I was probably gonna pay attention to Raw anyways. Yeah. And I did, and I just like I, I like getting rewarded for watching the show. That's like that's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. like the fucking thing. It's like, oh, like as a fan, like you want to see this person that everybody likes, um, you know, get their fucking due, and you were actually rewarded for it. You were rewarded for tuning in, and sometimes I feel like you are fucking punished for being a fan <laughs> of that fucking company. And this oh, time, yeah. they fucking they fucking gave you one. They're like. Here you go. They're like, all right, you, and I was like, you've given us your attention. Here's Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus Jinder and Beard and Shanky. Hey, there's no Shanky hate here. <laughs> I'm not hating on but Shanky. Can, I'm just saying can, the we matches hinder, we get when we pay attention are good. We can hinder Jinder, though. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I think it's cool that Raw is, I mean, they kind of have to be. Apparently USA is mad that Fox is better than them. And well, I mean, Fox Fo- is mad that they lost Big E. <laughs> it is, it is, that is the biggest bummer. Is yeah, well, the like, draft's now, coming up, so now matter. their creative has to appease these two companies. Like, it, well, and it's so in well, the public I'd rather, too. I'd rather have them appease those two companies because those two companies just want good things instead of just appeasing some True. crazy old man that is just like steak. True. Mm. And it was, when true. it was all on you, it, it this like USA was never unhappy until there was Fox around and Fox was unhappy, and then they're like. Oh, we can. We don't just have to. to yeah, we do, can be unhappy we, with them. We don't just have to take what they give us. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Dude. Oh, and that mixed with the fucking Yang Gang coming out again. Y'all see that? Yeah. WWE is in a fucking. It's just a wild time to be a yeah, WWE. It's not. Uh, it's not even just gonna like people always like think it's WWE. It is every it's wrestling company. Industry. And oh no! But like the spotlight sports. is on them. Like it's the not. spotlight is. Oh, one hundred percent it is, he's, dude. He's, no, he's it's not. They're going to add it. What I'm saying is fucking. The it's a very publicly uh, known. WWE is a very publicly known entity who is like perpetrating these fucking like so contracts. What, what what sucks is that a lot of this was already there's precedent in court. Constantine Kairos really fucked some things up for a lot of people, um, and. People who are there currently aren't going to talk shit, and yeah. they're not going to want to do that on the other side too. That's very possible. That is very possible. The contracts in general for every company are the same. Yeah, they're and Andrew the- Yang basically not- p- put it on the wrestlers. It's like, hey, reach out to these people. They're not going to do that. That's yeah. dangerous go, for their jobs. Go, go, yeah, go snitch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Uh, I think it's it, but it's uh, it, it it's needed to have eyeballs on it. Like, oh every... yeah, I mean, combat sports in general needs to. It is, it is a fucking racket, and, and it's yeah. a high it's a higher profile sort of spotlight that's being put on them right now. Like you say, it could fizzle away, it's, but it's it not like, do. but it's not like these things happen in a bubble and then act like they haven't. Like this, there's been. It's been building up for years that the the independent contractor, not just in WWE, that's an industry fucking thing, like of independent contractors has been you, you know misutilized, and so like it'll be really interesting to see if this era, which we're already seeing not wrestling related, like a huge worker kind of advocacy yeah. uh, coming in. So, I think I think it's a really interesting time that this is getting brought up by such a high profile guy. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's interesting, but also the guy he t- like, the guy that he like, tagged in there is a lawyer who tried and failed to get an MMA union started years ago, and they who ca- hasn't and they caved the UFC's intimidation and un- and then there was also a huge unwillingness for fighters to risk it. Yeah, it's and the I same, think it's the same shit. I mean, Z- Zelina was all about fucking unions yeah, until she got that check back, right? I say it's all it's all talk until the yeah. papers are signed, but yeah, fucking. And I don't like, know, it's interesting. I think AEW might have more of a pass because they let their wrestlers work basically anywhere. But yeah, they Cody still, Rhodes, but but they Cody still Rhodes have is one of those big perpetrators of like, yeah, wrestle unions. Oh, <laughs> and I he's mean, like, well, when I have a company, that's, no. That's <laughs> AEW's big thing is uh, all talk. Over promise, under deliver. Wait till uh, 2020, you fucking... God damn it. Quit rushing them. He did it again. 
Yeah. He did. God, like, Tony, Tony God's a fucking clown. God, just even even his quote, like saying like what we got he? a couple big matches in the works. Like you deliver us the biggest match you possibly could with one week notice in the men's division. You're giving us Kenny Omega versus fucking Brian Danielson with no build with what on one week's notice. But, we but got for the women, it's like we got some stuff. We got some. We got some. We got some irons in the fire, and uh, it's you know just you know just wait, just wait. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be so good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be it's, so good. It's, it's gonna be so fucking these, good, guys. These wrestlers have uh, worked a lot. They're trained really well. They know what they're doing. They've gotten in the reps. Just gotta keep waiting, dude. Everyone's like, you know, so impatient, dude. So impatient. It's just like, fucking keep waiting, keep watching, keep giving us the money, and just keep waiting. It's fine. <laughs> It'll happen one day. It'll happen. Yeah. And then what do we say? One of the things I hate that people always think, well, look how long it took for WWE. It's like, yeah, that's shitty. But, like, we're at today's point. Like, we're starting, yeah. like. Yes. Like, we're yes. in today's world right now. Like, 100%. And it's like, that's a shitty argument. It's like, well, like, it took WWE this song. It's like, yeah, that's not an excuse. Like, they said they're going to be better and inclusive. And all they do is just have a bunch of white dudes on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they've love, just taken I the love model all those that... white dudes, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, man. They're, they're great. That's, know, they're, that, they're... that's me when I'm talking about like my group of friends. <laughs> I love those white boys. <laughs> I love those white dudes. <laughs> It's like, uh, man, now, I, trust me, I I love white guys. I used to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach and I are flipping them off. Yeah, I'll take. I mean, hey, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. I'm not offended. <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, time to offend Smackdown? you. <laughs> Smackdown, fuck Smackdown, dude. Let's talk about a fucking splashy, flashy new. Well, no, NXT. we're gonna get to that. Come yeah, on. Gonna, yeah. Okay. That's the main that's event. That's the main event. Matt. Oh my god. Let's fucking <laughs> let's edge these. Okay. All right. Oh, which no, one edge of us is going to get Which one of us is going to get replaced when we start talking about NXT since it's our main event? <laughs> oh right. <laughs> you're going to get replaced with some okay, fucking guy right, who should have right. been on the sh- the show about the Geico caveman. <laughs> I'll be yeah, oh my god, dude. Okay. I'll be patient. I'll be patient. I'll be patient. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about SmackDown. Um I don't remember what happened. Okay, okay. Cool. let's not. <laughs> um, no, I, I even watched most of it too. Yeah, uh, Biggie had a tag match. Oh yeah, it was Biggie and Balor versus uh, Usos. Um, in I, a championship contenders match, as they called it, for the New Day for the tag. What for the tag titles? Yeah. What was this? I don't know. Weird. But oh, but do y'all want to hear? Did, they did announce a fucking huge ass match for Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they Monday, need to because it's going to be a Packers down? game on Monday. So, oh, and so it's the <laughs> like bloodline, bloodline, bloodline versus the New Day. Dude, the Bloodline—that's what they call us, dude. <laughs> uh, we finally got a women's match. Uh, it lasted four minutes and it ended with a fucking fake broken nose, but that's good. It was uh, all to set up the the match at Extreme Rules, which I'm surprised that they're doing. You just gotta keep waiting. Also, Tony Storm's just randomly back. That's cool. Tony time. Wait, which no, match no, are they no. doing at Extreme Rules? Carmelo no versus Liv, which has that feud has been going on for like four months. So, wow, I think it was going on when Ruby was still employed. So, <laughs> is Bianca and 
Becky doing anything at Extreme Yeah, Rules? Becky, yeah, Becky laid her out in the ring in her hometown. Okay, okay. okay. Kane oh, was out there. Oh, Big Glenn. Oh. Big fucking Glenn. Big maskless Glenn. Glenn. Big, Big Glenn. maskless Glenn. Why was Glenn there? Because they were in Knox. They were Knoxville, baby. The mayor oh. had to come say what's they up. Actually, That's customary. Like for the, uh, yeah, the mayor <laughs> of each town always announced to me. Dude, Garrett Nancolas at the live shows. I know he wasn't the mayor of Nampa, but that wasn't so funny. Yeah. He was at Tyler's wedding. Was he? Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, Garrett. You big G, like, big G, big G. Um, uh, yeah. So they actually like in Knoxville, Tennessee. They actually had like an official proclamation and ceremony at like City Hall and shit for it. And then, so that's actually really cool. Um, she got like a key to the city, right? Yeah, you know, I, quote unquote, because that's also her hometown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. One one of the things that I think they really need to do is they need to start pushing. Like I know Papa Doc's cool. Everybody loves Angelo Dawkins, Curse of Greatness. He does the little fucking shit like that. Um, but, <laughs> everyone likes the, the whirlwindy. Yeah, yeah, everybody likes that. He's Chur- mixing the bowl. Mixing the bowl. Um, but Montez Ford and Bianca Belair need to be like fucking like some of the faces of the fucking company. Company. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I think we, ta- we talked about this last week. Uh-huh. And it sucks. They need to be I'm, like 1,000%. And they probably will be. And then, you know... Budget cuts will happen, and Angelo Dawkins will end up in Impact. <laughs> it's called Doc. Doc. <laughs> D-A-W-K. Yeah. D-A-W-K. Uh, no, I, I'm with you, though. I think that it's just like, I, I love the Street Profits. Like, I think they're, it's fun. There's certain groups and, like, certain wrestlers that I think can really be, like, uh, it, it's just funny how their trajectory is timed up with, like, the, the length of time that we've been doing this show. And Street Profits is one of those ones that it's like, we how much we've been able to talk about them over the last couple of years and how much they've grown. It is awesome, but in that time, Montez Ford has completely stood out as the fucking superstar. And then Bianca's on that same level. And the fact that they happen to be together is you're right. It's like you can't you can't sleep on that. That's like the fucking they're like the dream team of like PR for the, for the company. <laughs> Because they both seem to really fucking love it, and they're the most ass, they're the most athletic fucking like people that they have. They're so athletic. They're both just like super good looking. They're both very well spoken. They're both like have accolades outside of just pro wrestling. They hit so many boxes. They should be the fucking faces of the company. Like they mm-hmm. should be on the media tours, one mm-hmm. million percent. Mm-hmm. Montez can pull off a fedora. I I, I thought you were talking about Alpha Alpha Academy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you need. Toss Toss Dawkins (laughs) with a Toss Dawkins with a fucking Gable. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) I don't think even Otis. Dawkins and Otis. Dawkins, Otis, and, I mean, and fucking and Dawkins. Three collegiate wrestlers, I believe, right? Dawkins, Dawkins, Dawkins. Otis, and Gable. Fuck, I'd take that every day. I, I would. That, it'd be such a weird. I, I, I would. It'd be the like the most like weird, differently weirdly athletic team ever. Like it would be a hodgepodge. I don't know. Everything Rico that Zach and, Rico should and love. Charlie Haas. <laughs> That's good too. But just the three of them are all incredibly athletic. But in like. <laughs> yeah. Like, and surprisingly so, like, Gable, like, for how small he is, it's, like, ridiculously strong. And mm-hmm. then, like, Otis is, like, really athletic Wide. for his size. And then Wide. Doc, <laughs> Dawkins, too, like, he's, like, just a big dude, but it's like, oh, he can move. Like, 
I would love to watch those all all those boys mix up mix up a bowl of spaghetti together. If there was a like if there was a trios division in WWE, that would be just like just why not? That'd be a good trio. Sure. We'll go with it. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. I'll 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 go with it on this one for that's for, awesome. For man. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. Thank you for doing that for us. Um, I don't remember what. Else. Um, oh, Rick Boogs just beat Bobby Roode just fucking like in like three minutes. Hmm. That's yeah, I mean like, yeah. Boogs is they're just giving him that squash match treatment right now, but they don't have any jobbers. So. Yeah, so it's, right. it's Bobby yeah. Roo. The former <laughs> one really dominant NXT champion, Bobby Roode. Yeah, they would I not, loved his NXT not, gimmick, by the way. That was it great. was great. But yeah, I that's what when like the, when he debuted with the glorious thing on main roster, I was like, here comes the next big fucking superstar for y'all. I was and like, Well, like, cool, here comes the pain. I, I, I was like, Why well, wrong? I thought so too until he walked down and was a smiling baby face in the ring. I was like, oh nope, he's already ruined. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, and there's that. Um, apparently, Seth Rollins cut a very good promo again. I didn't see it. Yeah, he's great. Seth Rollins he's is a good man. He's fucking great. And um, I like you can team him and Edge up for forever for all I care. They're great. Yeah, I love them together. Um, they push each other in the directions that they need to be pushed. Um, mm-hmm. Slash sometimes to slow down. Uh, Edge sometimes to speed it up. And. Um, they're always just fantastic, and I think when Seth Rollins doesn't open his mouth and on Twitter and stuff like that, and is kind of making an ass of himself, um, he's a very good wrestler. He's a good promo. He, yeah, yeah. He he's could, a, he's he a, could also work really well babyface, which is wild. Yeah. He's a top-notch sports entertainer. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Great. He, that that household is firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah, that baby. He's, give to Gab. <laughs> yeah, maybe or, or, or maybe it was uh, gravy. Yeah, gravy, gravy Lynch. Also, real but quick, really, actually, I like that Becky. It's like just let her just lean into the fucking heel shit, and, and it, she's doing it great. I like yeah. it a lot. Like, yeah, you know, I and I was at the end of Becky's like last run. I was so fucking sick of her. Uh, same. I'm cool. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, and, that's like, cool. I, Especially the 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 return. Sorry, what were you saying, Zach? Oh, I was just gonna say like. I like that um, their gimmicks kind of match right now, but they aren't like paired up. Like they're both just they're they're both just shitheads. Like, kind of seems they're like they're both like two. They, they've they've been like uh, obviously this isn't their gimmick, but it's like they've been quarantined too long and just don't know how to fucking interact with people now. So they're both <laughs> just weird shitheads. And they're both weird shitheads who are falling down like a Instagram like fast fashion at like sponsored post like hole where they like clicked on one because they saw something they liked and bought it when they're drunk and then <laughs> like now all their ads are that and they just keep clicking the buy buttons <laughs> yeah. so, so, becky was wearing the same thing she was wearing two weeks ago so that's like point against but she added the jacket so yeah yeah um but yeah i mean that's that's all going on that's all going on. Can we talk about fucking? Can we talk about AEW? Sure. Yeah. Can we talk about AEW. Um, I, lo- I the, love you. I love your main roster WWE, but I want to talk about the AEW because yeah. I mean AEW again. I still have so many issues with them, but mm. we talked said last week. At least they're even like they are interesting, even when they're it's not great. Like I'm yeah. at least like intrigued by the prospect of what's going on there. Even though, like, this week was basically a go-home show to a normal show. Like, to just a <laughs> weekly television show. Because they're setting wild. up Grand Slam. 
Denny's. Uh, Honestly, this is so interesting. The Denny's episode, sponsored by Denny's. Well, part of me was a little bit like... Uh, so they they did a pretty good job letting you know over the course of the episode. It's like, or you I, you you're filled in on the fact that like a lot of these tickets were sold a year and a half ago, and a lot of people held onto those tickets in New Jersey uh, for that long to see this show live. It was this big energy, and it was kind of it kind of was like I to me I'd, I'd be a little bit pissed if I was there and it's just like spending this whole week talking about what you're gonna do next week, <laughs> which I guess is just TV, but. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, well, yeah, it's it like just... a, the people on Raw got to see like a, a new champion, and it's yeah. you got to just see some stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, don't worry, New Jersey, you get to watch. You Brian can drive Danielson. to New York. You can watch Brian Danielson talk to Kenny Omega. Yeah, in a yeah, white T-shirt. They, they they got the Haynes three pack. And yeah. So, yeah, uh, I know. One other person's just in the back. Nice, I got a blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. Fits great. Um, the show started with Adam Cole versus Frank. Well, it started with CM Punk doing his entrance and then t- then going to commentary. He's the he's the SNL host. I know. Yeah. Also, he's great on commentary. He's yeah, he's incredible. Oh, he's been he's he's color and play by play at the same time. I mean, um, he was doing commentary professionally for MMA for. Mm. A while, and so, like, also like he was on like two very long stints of commentary on Raw. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just, always like he's always been good at commentary, and now he's also like honed those skills in like a real world environment too, and like he's even better. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm I, I'm I, no I'm not yet angry with the fact that it is just the like cheapest fucking pop you can do to be like play the music, play the CM Punk music, and then we'll get the show started. Yep, <laughs> it's it's an it's earned great, pop. That's the though. thing. Yeah, it's it's earned for a, for so long, and then it's like. Kind of feels obvious. Well, but we're then, still but in their time. Yeah, and they're giving us another match of his like soon. Like that's the thing. That's true. Is, like, is that? Yeah. I think it's on Rampage next week, right? Yeah. Is it but, against uh, Hobbs? Yeah, yeah, it's on the Rampage. Um, I hope he wrestles in those overalls. Damn. So, um, same. Those were great. Adam Cole and Frankie Kazarian. Here's my thought. I like Adam Cole when he's wrestling people at his caliber. <laughs> I thought he made Frankie Kazarian look better than. I'd, He's looked in, in his entire AEW um, stint. It, in ring, he was. Frankie Kazarian is a good wrestler. It's just that he's not charismatic at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. comes through in his wrestling. It just Maybe it was just the whole Adam Cole in a different thing. It just felt weird to me. Um, it's, it's something I'll have to get used to personally. I'm still a little bit like... Uh, I don't know. It's complicated feelings about like I thought the way that they broke up SCU was actually emotionally pretty impactful. When remember when he was like sitting in that office? Oh, that's after he, he lost too. Like after yeah. he lost with yeah. the two young bucks, and it was just like, what's next? And it's like, man, Nothing. I can't wait to see. Exactly. Uh, a Defy match in like a month, and he's Where also like, in. Uh, I get the Impact tapings that I. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's I mean, cool for him. That's he's, making, it's, he's, it's he's, he's been in the game a long time. He's making a he's making a, a bunch of money. I hope and uh, good for him. But it is that thing of like, you do kind of always hope a little bit of like that you'll be emotionally sort of like you can stay emotionally invested in something. I thought that was a really good springboard for like the maybe the latter part of Kazarian's career. And now I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> it doesn't good help that for he, Adam Cole. He gets just beat up a lot. Um, he is essentially doing because he's the elite hunter. He's yeah. doing Yoshitatsu's Bullet Club Hunter gimmick from and Bill, years and ago. Billy Gunn. Yeah, and Billy Gunn. Yeah. Um, the match was fine. Yeah. Um, 
But it was, I mean, it wasn't a big match. It wasn't supposed to be it's, Adam Cole it, it, at his best. It, it should have been a really, really good showcase. Cause yeah. It's just, it's just like they were like hyping. It's the debut of Adam Cole. That's and true. It, and it came off like the debut of Andrade. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I think his next match is going to be him. Ver- well, besides the tag match, is going to be him and Jungle Boy. Well, I think that'll be tight. I, uh, I don't want that match to happen already. Yeah, Same. that's true. Maybe Jungle, Jungle be... Boy is like the star that they're build, like constantly acting like they're building. Yep. And they and in the mind, like the I think in the hearts of fans, they are people yeah. love Jungle Boy. Yeah. But like, man, if they screw up both him and potentially Hangman, still Hangman, mm-hmm. I think will still be fine. I think Hangman is still going to be the person to beat Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they 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 have potential to fuck up their two, like, homegrown stars. Mm. Like that's wild. Yeah. Maybe it'll be Christian though. I don't know. I just I want Christian I versus want... Cole. Yeah. Oh. That sounds. I take it. I mean, that's a paper, that's a pay per view match. Uh, not one that I would be excited for. No. But <laughs> <it is>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what they're gonna do because I, I honestly want... think Christian's probably the move. Honestly, no, I, though. The, Adam Cole is wrestling style wise. He's Chris, like the new version of Christian because he's not a high flyer, but he's agile and he like does some stuff. He feels like he should be a high flyer, but he's not. That's fair. But yeah, yeah. Adam Cole can make himself look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, they've already like they're already teasing dissension with Adam Cole and Kenny Omega on being the elite, which is like oh. the like where they start, you know. Kind of pre where all the, the storyline happens, yeah. Uh, and so, like, they're already teasing that. Um, like, it's just you know, it's I feel to bad me, because, like, Adam Cole feels like a big deal, but he's being positioned where it's kind of his debut was already like over, like, it was already like over bet if you're talking poker terms on the next hand because it's like, or the next person because yeah. Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson well, literally walked out. Like a minute later, and yeah, yeah, and my problem with this is like, I love Alistair Black. They haven't made me care about him very much. I think they did a bad thing with Alistair Black this week. Um, <laughs> but to, to, you to, mean almost get choked out by Rosario Dawson? <laughs> if it would have fantastic, stayed, fantastic if, actor, but not wrestler Rosario if Dawson. It, if it had stayed at that, I would be like, wow, that makes Alice, that makes Malachi Black look fucking stupid but at the same time Rosario Dawson's badass as fuck won't be mad at it I got pissed off when of course Cody Rhodes came back and made it all about him fucking self it was all about Cody it was always all about Cody and for a second when I was like wow they're really giving Alice, they're really giving Malachi as, Black quite the entrance as right Emma's, now. That's, that's cool. as Emma's old theme in WWE said it's all about me all about me it just, all about Cody like their debuts of these big people they just seem to get like fuck them all up they're, Adam Cole. All I'm their totally debuts are always. It's a, it, it's it's just hot shot. Like it's just a hot well, shot. It's a flash. Yeah, like, it's like it's but like then we got you, the next one. It's like you like this guy, and that's what they're going off of. It's like you will like him no matter what. And to me, I agree with you. you and he's I, the best man. You love the best man. Look at him. It's Miro. We, we, don't need to Miro. Build, we don't need to build anything up. You already like this guy. Here you go. And it, for the way that they were both debuted, it totally 
is not a dis it's kind of a disservice to Adam Cole for sure because you're you're you have to compare the two debuts because they happened a minute apart. Uh-huh. So so of course and then you have Brian Danielson out here saying the S word like nobody's business. Dog. He loves to say shit. This he episode they just let him say shit all they wanted. Oh yeah, what's that fucking MMA guy? Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert, oh. I hate to admit it, but it cracked me the fuck up. I'm sorry to say, he, but like uh, what about, he's playing what about, a character. What about right? Jericho's but, like it, gay joke? Yeah, that was great. I love. Oh, it. I didn't. I great. missed I didn't, that. I missed it when he called him a fat faced dipshit. I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, I didn't. I didn't. I, I missed that, and uh, I'm not surprised though, because fuck Jericho a little bit, but uh, mm. a lot of um, it. <laughs> I know. His wife know. was at January 6th. I know, but what am I supposed to do? Not sing Fozzie when it comes on? What am I supposed to do? Hey, it's on our playlist, so it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, but, you know, I, I think Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan there is kind of what Kenny needs. I think someone there needs to be someone who can put Kenny to shame a little bit to bring it out of him. Even just Daniel Bryan being like, I don't want your fucking belt. I don't want your shit shit belt. I don't want your shit shit belt shit. <laughs> All right? I just want the best bout machine. And yeah. it's like, it's and it, that's what Kenny needs is someone to be like, stop all your silly bullshit. Give me Kenny. Because that it gives him enough room to still do his character stuff. But it's like, oh, you summoned the, you summoned well, the fucking. He changed king? a little bit. The God? He started tar- talking like a fucking weirdo again instead of like a different kind of weirdo. Well, yeah, because like he talked to he, like an he, anime weirdo. Yeah, he like if he doesn't have the belts to worry about, then he doesn't need to do all the shenanigans. Yeah, like to retain his belt. And so, like, I think that this is like you can even use this as a perfect way for you know Brian to be like. You know, goad him into having a normal match, and if Brian wins, be like, "Okay, now I w- now I want that title." Like, Champions, eventually, I don't Champion think be a contenders he, match. Yeah, it basically <laughs> yeah. is. Except that this is a story motivated one. Like, yeah, not just a random he, happening. Brian Danielson is like, you look at him, and you go like, obviously he's like one of the smartest wrestlers like within kayfabe. Like, he, you just look at him; he's he's technical, like he's tactical. He's like. He knows what he's doing, and he's not going to get fooled by Kenny's bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to just be like, okay, yeah, I'll have that match, and then just, like, lose because the Good Brothers come out there and, like, <laughs> manage to, like, get themselves into the ring and do one move before their, like, legs explode. Um, and they can, you, you know, they can revisit this. <laughs> These fucking, like, uh, I mean, it's a dream match. People, since... I, since I've been back online thinking about talking about and watching wrestling, it, like the dream match is like, what would happen if Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega fought? And it's interesting that like the the I feel like the the carny history of wrestling is so strange that they're like, and you're getting it next week on TV. I I I don't hate it, but mm-hmm. it's weird because it's like you're probably leaving some money on the table with how much you could really build a big feud. Well, but I kind of respect that it's like, people want to see it, let's I, just give it to him. I well, think that they see... Oh, sorry, you go ahead, Derek. I like that he's like... Because in his promo, he was like... Daniel was... Or Brian was like... Uh, w- w- this isn't about the title now. One day it will be, but right now it's not. So he uh-huh. like teased that maybe way down yeah. the line it'll be about the title, but right now he doesn't care about titles. And they're... I think that that shows a little bit of awareness of going, 
we we have plans for the title, which I assume are still Hangman. Um, it better be. And also, I think we, you know, I hope that Hangman stays home with his new baby as long as he wants and stuff. Yeah. Doesn't rush back. Um, two weeks from now, they are in Rochester, which is um, Brody's Brody Lee's yeah. hometown. Oh, okay. So Dark Order should do some big something big there, and I think Hangman Colt coming versus back. Punk. That would be. <laughs> Oh, dude! Hell yeah! <laughs> Colt one versus Punk in Rochester. That would that if would it, be that would be a Chicago match. Actually, no, Chicago would be on Punk's side, wouldn't they? That would be hard. That would be hard. Uh, the majority of Chicago would be because like Punk's just a bigger name. Yeah, the diehards are on. You know, I'm assuming some of those diehards that are on Colt side were the some of the ones chanting for Darby at All Out. Oh. Um, if you think about it, people like just mad at Punk still. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, like ha- there was a pay per view. I don't know which one it was, where it was like Evolution won every single, like all the titles basically. And like obviously not to that degree, but that show in Rochester should just be a Dark Order like showcase show. Like not winning titles necessarily, but just like have like a couple of them in a few matches in mm-hmm. different ways, and then yeah. have Hangman, Hangman come like make a return. Like yeah. if it's like Dark Order versus like super elite like have hangman come back in to like, come back to like make the save or something like well take- which makes sense too because the dark order's been in fighting super hard and they've been needing somebody to they to need keep glue unified. they need their they, glue back they haven't been nearly as unified since page took off and yeah it's just yeah. anna yeah. jay has been like trying to make these these boys stop being idiots and that's just an uphill and, battle and johnny silver's just drunk <laughs> and shout out to Anna J for having a, a solid match on uh, Rampage. Hey Matt, what happened? How'd you feel about MJF talking shit about Bruce? I mean, look, we talked about this to death. I MJF, am so sick of MJF. MJF <laughs> wants to live this heel gimmick, but what he doesn't understand, what he doesn't understand, is you don't have a fucking legacy behind you like the boss does you don't have a fucking modicum of achievement that the boss has achieved mjf and you went too fucking far that's what i have to think i mean isai your your tweet about mjf this week like one the best the biggest compliment i've ever seen you give the miss by saying he's better than better than someone true. Uh, but it's true um like when you said that, I was like, "God damn, that's like just right." Like, I would, I would rather watch the Miz and Morrison do their shit that I absolutely hate. To, America's Moist Wanted. Yeah, like I hate that shit. I would rather watch it than MJF's because I feel at least the Miz is like I feel like the Miz is that the Miz is shit he does, and he can be great. Twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. twenty seventeen, Miz, legitimately one of the best heels in the last like. 10, 15 years in wrestling, like straight up. He and he and his matches were solid because he played to his strengths, and they put him against the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but it's like even the worst of the Miz, I'd rather watch than as the best of MJF. See, I, MJF is so green because I feel like the Miz is at least like he's coming from a legitimate place that is still then professional, and like he's he's speaking the truth in, in certain ways, but also like. It doesn't feel like a cheap shot, and I feel like everything that MJF is doing is cheap. It's and the like, lowest. I'll, it's the lowest hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it, it almost feels like it's hanging as low as Nicki Minaj's cousin's fiance's nuts. <laughs> Why are we? We had to. We had, <laughs> we had to. to. We I had, had to shoehorn that in. 
<laughs> like, man, uh, if I was someone who worked with MGF, like, it would almost be like, man, the company likes this guy too much for me to say that I, like, don't like yeah. what he's doing. But I don't feel good about it. Like, I don't yeah. actually... Like, it reminds me of when, you know, like, and it's not... Uh, age really isn't an excuse to just be a fucking asshole. But, like, it, it reminds me of so many times, that, and honestly, in parts of my life where you feel like you can just say things without impunity. Because you're like, people know I'm just fucking around. Yeah. People know. But it's like, you really... There's a, a short... Like you are saying, it's cheap. And if it's one of those things that I, I don't think is going to age well at all. Because you're going to look back and be like... What did you really accomplish? Sure, you got booze. You got people pissed off at you. Great. It's actually not very hard to get people pissed off at you by being a piece of shit. Like yeah. a, 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 an actual human piece of shit is not a, a you know, I get I get what he's doing. And I'm sure he probably would. I'm sure him and Brian Pillman Jr. backstage was like, I'm going to say that your mom's on meth. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure that Pillman Jr. Because of who Pillman Jr. is and how gung-ho he is about this business. And also he's not very smart. Um, like, which, you know, whatever, like he, that's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine to be dumb, but like at the same time, I don't feel like he has the proper skills to stand up for what he actually feels about this situation and, and and feel like if that probably actually does sting when like, no one wants to hear that. Yeah. Like even if he's fine with it in theory, like it still hurts and I don't feel like he has the like sway to stand up for himself in that. And that feels shitty. And like the thing that I hate the most is his delivery is impeccable. He's great, but what he says is just so easy. It's so simple. It's like it's not creative, but it's, I love it's just fucking shitty. I love the way he says it. He's also in a feud with Brian Pillman Jr., who has to win or he looks like a dork and he's not going to win unless Wardlow interferes and then we get the Wardlow MJF feud. That's the next logical step because of the Jericho thing. Like it's the one thing I I would be excited about or interested in with MJF right now if if it was uh people turning on him. Like, but because it's are also they like gonna where's... have this dork beat MJF? Probably not. <laughs> like no, and not. and if like if you're having him say these terrible things like it's like uh Cause like right after Eddie died, then they do some real shitty stuff, and pretty soon after, um, like I'm guessing the good guys won in that situation, right? The whole, I mean, it's wrestling. The whole it, reason that Rey Mysterio got a title run was because of that. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like it has to be like in this situation, the things he said, the good guy has to win, mm-hmm. and they won't. It, it's like and fucking Triple H, H and Booker, Booker T. T. That's, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, Wrestle, WrestleMania 19, Triple H brought up, yeah. um, you know, Booker T's like real life criminal like past and that he'd yeah. been to jail and um, and then said thing. You people like you don't become world champions in this company. He literally said the phrase "nappy headed." Yeah. Like, and then Triple H not only won. He hit a pedigree, then took 20 seconds to pin Booker T and still won. Jesus won. Christ. Yeah, and it... it, it right? I, I don't remember. I don't have the wherewithal to remember how it went over at the time. Uh, but I I just can't... Uh, like, that, that situation, I don't know if people were like, Fuck yeah, Triple H! Fucking got him! But, like, uh, with this story, 
it's just like no one benefits from it. It's other yeah. than you gain absolute sympathy for the human being of Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, but it's like I don't know. It, it it's weird. It it's I I don't understand how people equate being like tuned in with being like a true old cool old school carny shithead as making you some kind of genius. It doesn't. No. It it doesn't. Especially it's like you're, after you're Dark Side a, of the Ring, huh? <laughs> when Jesus. Playing, which one? The, the new plane one. Plane ride one? Yeah. Still haven't seen it. But yeah, we can talk about it. I haven't uh, watched it and I don't know that, I think I'm gonna skip this one. Just like I think I've gained all the information from it that I need. If if you know about the plane ride from hell, it's nothing yeah. new. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I do. It's a, I, right. It's, yeah. It's a well treaded story. It's it just it just really reveals how shitty the fact that people have looked at this at this as a yeah. funny anecdote. Mm-hmm. I'll say I'll say yeah. it's nothing new as far as the big things, but there's a little bit more detail that it's gone into. Yeah, the fact that the 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 um uh the stewardess is like on the show, yeah, the flight yeah. attendant. That's like, the thing. Yeah, we're that, yeah, right, hundred percent. It, it's I think it's really even though it's been told to death and with you 100 i don't think it means you have to see it or anything i'm i'm personally gonna watch it but i do think like it's interesting and important to re-examine stories as time goes on so we can get a broader perspective and things that were looked at as anecdotes um are just straight up uh criminal activity sexual criminal activity yep um mjf is to your point Derek. too it frustrates me because i think he really does have that gift of gab i mm-hmm. think he really is somebody who could be so fucking good uh, as far as being a character who is competent in the ring, but he keeps reaching for low-hanging fruit, and I think it's going to end up reflecting on him poorly when we look at the, the 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 spanning career of MJF whenever he decides to fucking hang up the, you know, the boots. It's just not a, it's not good for him, I don't think. And the people who are really into it, it's like, what the fuck does that say? What does that say about them? I don't fucking get it. They're probably assholes too. Probably, he's like, oh, he's, at- he's saying the jokes that we're not allowed to anymore. <laughs> remember when you remember when comedy could just be comedy? When you could just when you, you could just say what you want? You just, it's not racist if you're making fun of everyone. <laughs> if right, that's all, Park. Yeah, that's Matt, Matt Stone. Stone. That's what Matt Stone says. Actually, what? Yeah, Matt Stone says that. Oh my no, god. No, I don't. <gasps> um. <gasps> I have some heat with Christian. You know what I before before can we oh. take a, a, a I was just gonna say quick, speaking of low hanging fruit. <laughs> a quick uh reprieve. If we may say something if we may sandwich something nice in here, I thought it was really I thought I was actually really surprised and had a, a really fun time just sitting down and watching Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus FTR. I thought it was actually really fun. Well, I thought it was a good good mm-hmm. goddamn time. I just don't the give Christian a fuck thing about FTR. was was before that, so and then oh, you're right. I, I will say Dante Martin is definitely Wait, an upgrade it? from fucking Mike Seidel, so. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think the Christian thing was after that. Uh-uh. Not in this, uh, not in this uh, live reaction. But yeah, talk about it. Yeah, I don't care about FTR. This was the cigarette break match. No, it was a fun tag match. I do like it. I still think as much as AEW, I agree, fucking does not deliver on a lot of shit. They deliver on good fucking tag teamery. Um, but there was an interview backstage, uh, and Jungle Boy says that he has better friends and hair than Adam Cole, which that's fair. 
Sometimes Adam I mean, Cole's hair looks. You're bad. also tw- you're also fucking 15 years younger than him. When his when his hair's dry, it looks nice. Yeah, when it's, but when, it's when, never dry. But they're talking about Adam Cole, the wrestling character. That's true. Not um whatever his actual name Austin is. Jenkins. Austin Jenkins. Yeah. They're not AJ. talking about thuds. Yeah, and not then name. then Christian says Adam does have pretty good friends, friends who threw him a lifeline and dragged his ass out of developmental. And since he's already used to losing Wednesday Night Wars, he might as well throw Fridays in there, too. That is dumb. And NXT was... When Adam Cole was in charge, NXT was the greatest show on television. Oh, absolutely. This is <laughs> and like the character of Christian, even though he's not right now in the history of wrestling, is a shithead. Okay, and I, I'm, I do, I 100 believe that they are setting up the Christian heel turn. Like, yeah, yeah, because they, they, that's a know, baby face line in that company, though. That that is true, but. I think that they're showing him having a shithead side. He yeah. would have been honored to have his face he, appear there. One hundred percent. He he's, he mentioned mad. it. He, he said it all the time. Yeah, well, I, think it, I think it was supposed to make you mad. Um, it's supposed to like make certain people mad and keep their fan their their hardcore shithead fan base like think that <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome. Him. Yeah, and one hundred percent. Like and it, you, it works. You hear Christian is he knows the business very well. Like he's smart. He knows what he's doing. Like, he knows that he's like riling people up one way or another, and like, regardless of what direction they go in, fine. Like, think that like I I hope he turns like heel in AEW and stays a babyface in Impact because like that would just be funny. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Just to watch him as a character, <laughs> just like uh, I honestly that'd be great. That'd be great. Well, I think I think uh, what's the funniest thing about that line. It's like Christian, like you just also showed up from the same place, like yeah. you were employed by the same guy. Also, did any of you see the uh, on that media scrum after All Out when Tony Khan was talking about, you know, he was saying jerking off over like ECW after- DVDs. Dude, I mean, well, he would at the end of each of the little segments with like you know with Punk and with with Brian uh, Danielson, uh, and then with uh, fucking Cole. Like, at the end of it, you know, he would say something kind of sweet, Tony Conwood, about just how stoked he is that they're there, and, like, fam- we're a big family here, pizza party, but, like, uh, just keep waiting. But um, uh, it, it was interesting, because he was, like, you know, for 70, like, we went 70 and 1, or 72 and 1 uh, weeks in the demographic against, you know, the other company, and the one week we lost was when this, you know, guy was there, and every time Adam Cole was on TV in the other place, he scared the shit out of me. And stuff. It's like it, it's. I I think it's super true. It's like Adam Cole carried NXT so much, but yeah. it's also like I I want. Yeah, I I want a shitty heel Christian, and it's like I. Wrestling has a, a fucking long history of saying shit that's untrue for the sake of being mean. What are you talking about? You know, no. I'm just saying that sometimes in 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 pro wrestling, uh. Yeah, that I mean again that it's, that, it's fa- that, it's line, that that line was a, a total baby face line. Mm-hmm. Who? The Christian, Christian. line. Yeah, yeah. Total, total baby face promo. That, that's we'll a see. that's an AEW that's an AEW baby face promo. I mean, it is for yeah. the match they're going into. One hundred percent. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah, I think like he he's gonna say baby face for a while, but still like 
if they want to. Because I think that the move eventually is to turn him heel because he's that's what he's best as, and like you know, I mean, you gotta even the best baby face, you know, but good baby face gotta have a good you know mean streak. But this they can turn this into him saying escalatingly shittier things, you know, like that turns him into a heel eventually. This is a baby face line with some edge. Because it's oh man, that guy's in the other company. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you know they just like lean into that aspect of his character until it's not babyface anymore. Too grating. That's yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And Christian has a, a well-known history of being grating uh, <laughs> in real life and like to and, and in character. He's he was his generation Sami Zayn. That's fair. That, wow, that's a good comparison. Um, Malachi Black came out. <laughs> we talked, about, we this. talked about this a bit already. It should have just been that's Malachi true. and Rosario versus Rosario. It was all. It was the Cody. Was, everything was in service of Cody. It sucks. <laughs> Malachi Black sucks right now. Sucks. Well, you know <laughs> what? Like I was thinking about it. Like the one change I would make to this whole segment that would have made it actually the most perfect thing ever is if uh, Cody comes out to make the save and Rosario Dawson j- swerves him and. Gives him a black mask. Oh, Rosario Dawson great. just busts out a perfect black mask on Cody when he comes down. I would have loved that, of course. Just like, it's, I was really thinking about it. It's like, man, like, why have I loved AEW so much lately? Oh, Cody's been gone. Yep. It's literally since Cody left. And like, man, all the props in the world to Cody for his role in making AEW possible and like, and getting, like, motivating the Bucks and Kenny, like, to put on a show and then turn it into a company and do all that stuff and like yes he's like doing all that stuff great he's like dear god I prefer when he's not on my TV like yeah the product's just better because like everything he does is on an island like and it doesn't feel like the same show at all like it doesn't the trailer for that for the roads to the top no it doesn't make him even look good well, it's the thing. It's it, what I'm. I'm actually so stoked to watch the show because oh, it's like God. it's it's. Well, because it, it's. It, I feel like it's a, nope. honestly an unfiltered look of two narcissists raising a baby on camera who think they're doing something really cool. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's like you say, that. You say it, that's the reason. It, dude, it's a character study of fucking no, someone who's so far up their own ass that they don't understand what how they actually come you across. You say that's the reason, but you know the truth. We we see what? we see the little makeup smudge on your neck. It's covering you your Cody tattoo. No, I don't. No, I don't. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't know you guys saw that. <laughs> yeah, I love him. I, I stand Cody. Me and him, and we have similar political views. I just kicked Stan. I love him because he ended because he ended racism. I thought that was really awesome. And so you're saying have, that you, you didn't want racism then, right? I did want it to end. And then he did it with the, uh, his wife. She was there too, but Cody did it. And um, yeah, Who hasn't done it with their wife? QT Marshall. Oh man, <laughs> they need to follow up on that. Did they? Is there is there a thing that? You no, I not... said they need to. Well, are you making up a storyline, or have they have they teased that QT Marshall and his wife are on the rocks no, they, and they're not having no, he a sexual said he, relationship? Yeah, they they said that at the beginning of the feud with Cody. And they couldn't fucking. I don't fucking well. remember. I tune out Cody as much as I can, but I'm going to watch his show because I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> like it's his show. Like just the idea of that makes like. It feels like it's gonna be like the Miz, the Miz and Maurice. They like know they're playing like playing up character shit on their show and stuff, and they're like, uh-huh. like 
a little self-aware. But, but they're they're a tiny bit self-aware. Like the at the very least they understand entertainment. Like you know, in like TV and reality shows and stuff. Like that's where the Miz came from. Like is playing a character on TV. Even if though he is, I'm sure, like actually a bit, definitely a bit of a narcissist. You see that like oh, but he's friends with like the up up down down people. Like and goes on there. That means he has to at least be redeemable in real life. I, I think mm-hmm. he um, is redeemable. Cody, I don't think Cody and Brandy are at all. No, like, and I think they're going to be like, look at how great we are, and I'm pretty sure that whole show is going to be cringy as fuck. They, but, they love calling uh, people carny pieces of shit. I think Cody is the biggest definition of a carny piece of shit. Ooh, dude, Cody's, yeah, dude, the fact that I truly, we talked about it plenty, but the, the fact that Cody genuinely thinks he went from undesirable <laughs> to undeniable is the funniest fucking concept Dude, in pro wrestling. Everything given he's... who the fuck he is, given who the fuck he's what he's done and what he's been given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's every... just the funniest thing, but he sees that it, every... for himself. That's what he thinks. Every single thing he says in like promos that you can tell, oh, he actually does believe that that this is like a true like, you know, from the heart thing would be the greatest ironic heel lines. Like, this, if his promos were delivered with him as a heel, they would be some of the best promos in wrestling. It's that he thinks he's a baby face and that people have bought into the narrative that he's a baby face. He's the Hulk Hogan. Like, doing heel shit as a baby face, and for some reason, people just don't see it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Am I am I going insane? Like... How do people not understand this is not a person you should like? I know. I think they also lack self-awareness. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Layla Hirsch. I like that they were... Um, I like that someone at AEW saw the um, uh, the the queer wrestling community's reaction to um, Layla versus um, Camille in NWA and how horny everyone got. And it's like, let's get our tall lady. <laughs> Let's get our big, strong, tall lady against Tiny Layla. I love watching a tall versus a tiny. <laughs> oh, and I, I Layla, Layla Hirsch is really good at like that. Um, because she's strong as that, fuck. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that dynamic in a match. Yeah, totally. I thought it was fun. She is four foot eleven. Jesus. Yeah. Tiny um, but mighty. Um. 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 Oh, and I, I thought t- she gave could... Jade her best match yet. I really did yeah. think that they did a great job. I did think that they did a really good job. It's funny that, uh, that um, it's like Layla is good, and Jade has a lot of potential. She has like a good presence about her. She's ripped. Yeah, she's ripped the fuck. Um, she's really athletic. Like you can see, there's. I wish that she like not that I wish she was in NXT, but I wish she was in a system like developmental mm-hmm. that where she was just living, like learning how to wrestle. Yeah, uh, it's just mm. funny because like I I watched the Camille match like when Empower happened and it's like oh like they really are just like what you said just like we need our tall versus our small. <laughs> there there's yeah. a like really fun, like a meme image from a, a a lesbian pornography film where it is a very mm-hmm. very tall big woman holding up a very uh, tiny woman like by the like arms and shoulders <laughs> and like it's like uses a rea- like a a meme and a reaction image a lot. And they're just like, let, let's do that. So <laughs> let's make that, but, but a match. Bill, Billy Corgan was just cranking it and saw that, that video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, hey, Mickey, please book this. 
Y'all yeah, tell you, you keep, fucking, I took a fucking snooze through Darby Allen versus Sean Spears. I'll tell you that. Oh my Boring god, time. I don't give a flying fuck about yeah, fucking, the fucking Sean Spears. Yeah, was that the main event? No. Oh, okay. Because after, after that was the Brian Danielson Kenny thing, where he's like, "We fight, no, no title, we fight next week." And New York, New Jersey was like, "All right." And then, uh, I mean, of course they were excited. Oh, the main, of course they were excited. The main, main event was 2.0 versus Eddie and John. Ever Rise, dude. Ever Rise versus fucking Two rules. You gotta put 2.0 on the main event when uh, NXT 2.0 premiered the night before. Yeah, it's fucking. I actually didn't think about that. They probably did that snarky little. No, it's because of the end. Um, so here's a thing that, and it, or AEW has done twice. They have fucked something up, and then taken the internet has outraged, and then they have, uh, they have responded. Uh, I would say decently well, but do they pretend this is story? And do their fans think this is story? Well, in yes. kayfabe, Minoru Suzuki pretty pissed off <laughs> yeah. about it. I, so, which I'm like, dude, I'm like, you think he gives a fuck I about have <laughs> so many thoughts about this. Okay, let me explain what it is first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Suzuki incident is what the internet oh, called God. it. They didn't play Kaze Ninare, uh, or they cut it which off is, too early. Which is Suzuki's entrance. Yes. And... Mm-hmm. Um, which is dumb because they wanted three minutes of video of John Moxley walking around. We talked about it. We've talked about yeah. it. Um, so this week they let him have his whole entrance. He he fucking milked. I yes, I, I appreciate Suzuki for that. I can see him standing back there in whatever they call gorilla. Yeah, just it's. I think they call it the dusty position. They call it. They call oh, it. They, uh, they, they call a, it chimpanzee. Mm, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, call they call it. it the Dunst- They call it the Dunstan. Oh man, fuck yeah! <laughs> Gotta go check in with my fans out there in the crowd. Um, Dude, everyone's hanging out in Dunstan watching this match. I just, I could see Suzuki just standing there, and them all just being like, everyone else is being like, "Is he gonna go?" I don't want to tell him. Like, I don't want to be the one to tell. Even though like Suzuki seems like a actual sweetheart in real life, mm-hmm. like, yeah. but still. I, like in gimmick, I, like even if I knew, if I was best friends with that man, the moment he's in gimmick, I'd be like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not talking to that guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's scary as hell, dude. The way he shaves his head fucking makes me uncomfortable. It looks tight. It makes him hot. <sighs> to me, it, it just no, makes young me feel Suzuki like I got with creepy that nice cro- hair is way hotter. Young Suzuki, young, well, young Suzuki is way hotter. Yes, yeah. Pancrase era Suzuki is one of the hottest men to ever like exist like it like it's unnatural like he looks like a sculpted fucking idea of what uh, the perfect he's he's a he's a tiny cut version of weird monster anoki like (laughs) anoki is like oh that's a handsome like comic book superhero character and like zuki's a real person can i tell you the thing that 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 did sit wrong with me about it because on on the surface i really did enjoy you know what? There was the yeah, people holding up signs, the Suzuki incident. I like when there can be a little bit of fun around a fuck up. And I like that they can hear it and change it within a week. And it's fucking frustrating that they can hear criticism and make it right within a week. <laughs> That's what uh, I was gonna go with. When there's when there's valid criticism uh that has been going on since the inception of your goddamn company, uh that we have to continue to wait for. Uh, to get it uh, changed, but on a moment's notice, you can you can you can create something for yeah, Minoru and Suzuki. That, that's literally what I was gonna get into as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, we hear this. Uh, 
Oh, we, 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 oh we man, got, we really fucked up. Let's make it right. Not bad on the music thing, but it's like, oh no, we're booking everything fine. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. There, there's no, there no needs to be representation. We have Scorpio Sky. He's on dark. It's like, don't say that. Remember? Okay, like I we didn't have a new Scorpio Sky at one point. Legitimately, is like, oh, when's this guy going to be world champion? Right? Yeah, they like, oh, Rusev dated Scorpio on- Sky. Yep. They did. They fucking did. They did. Now he's hanging out with Dan Lambert. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> probably Ethan needed, Page. To be honest. Ethan Not Page. needed there. Ethan can talk. <laughs> Ethan. Yeah. I I like. It's like I like everyone involved, and I hate don't care about any of it. Not Dan Lambert, but you know, like I like Ethan Page. I like um, fucking Scorpio Sky. Like, like he like Ethan Page is just like him and Scorpio are just so lost. Like I forget they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah, like the last thing I actually remember them doing is beating up Darby, <laughs> throwing, throwing him down, him down the stairs. stairs. Yeah, you, know, know. you don't even Which remember was, the match. Which put I don't remember Darby over. They had a match. It was that cinematic Sting. match with Sting's first match? <laughs> that was that, them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, and that, I and don't that, in that in that warehouse. <laughs> no, it was a regular match. Oh yeah, there it was, was a regular match. The 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 warehouse was Team Taz, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck it. See? See? I See? Remember. <laughs> See? And this also it, it, it is they're very big on the new toys, and so yeah, right. And so and I don't want to play with all... you anymore. Yeah, we're gonna get to see all those new toys in full effect at Grand Slam next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Grand Slam. Let's talk um, about. Grand here's Slam. the card for Dynamite next week: Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black, a CM Punk live interview, oh. MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Good. I'm so interested. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. Tight. Full on. Uh, New that'll Japan be. Match. That'll be. That'll be tight. Um. Full on New Japan match minus Kingston. Yeah, it's true. Okay, <laughs> you, could, you could you could absolutely see Kingston being one of those like really random people that ends up in a team in World Tag League, like <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, oh, they just sent this guy over for but, a weird shot, like. But like, it's three brawlers and Suzuki, who's a brawler but a little but better. He's a he's a brawler these days, like yeah. you know, like he's beyond a brawler because he's just a non like match descends to chaos, yeah. like nonsense thing and like I, I love it like when it when it's done well it's fucking great but, yeah like yeah like i i hope that they like just let it be a fucking suzuki goon style nonsense match like yeah. just let it like i hope send some young boys over there <laughs> like some young yeah, i just yeah just to get jobbed out mm. like if um, suzuki's entrance included like young lions coming out and him just beating the shit out of them. Like, he brought them to beat the shit out of them. Uh, then uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Ruby Soho. That's gonna um, be sick as fuck. Is, D- is Britt taking it? Britt's gonna win, and that's stupid. Yeah, because Britt's she, gonna... She has to win. Like, I don't think it's stupid that she's gonna be champion, because she needs to be. But yeah. it's like, you're already gonna set... Like Ruby up to lose, yeah. And especially like she's supposed to be like the coming in, and they just like made fun of her on Rampage for being fired. I, and God, I hate, I hate that yeah. they hot shotted this feud because like yeah. it, I, I, even though I, I don't like, I didn't love of the like going after the idea of her being fired and stuff this early into her run. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be a good angle to take 
was like, in what, six week, months. Week three. Yeah, or in or in six months or a year when you actually do this feud, give us like a non-title like women's storyline that matters. Like mm-hmm. they should, I Ruby should have like been cheated out of winning the battle royal. Like she shouldn't be the contender right now. Yeah, you don't like unless they are going to win. Bringing in like this new awesome people person people are excited about just to have them lose their first feud and then then have to find their way. Like in is just like it. It almost never works. Mm-hmm. It's been done to death by AEW themselves. It's been done and done by WWE a million times. Back to Hulk fucking Hogan. That's what they did with him all the time. Is find like bring in someone new. That's a challenger. I hope they lost. Now they're now they're just swimming, mm-hmm. like just like drowning out there in the sea of nothingness. Like have Ruby have a separate feud and like build her their, her record up. So that she earns that number one contender shot, contendership through her record, which they, they still claim is a thing. Or they can even just say she earns a title shot at her choosing. So she gets to to cash, like not like cash it in like after a match, but like big be like, hey, I want to do this at, and I'm gonna ha- have that in my backpack pocket. I know I have that, but I want to test myself what, first. What what they what? Th- this match should have been is Ty Conti. Because she has a huge like fan base that's growing right now, but she's not ready to be champion. No, but I think she's ready to have a chan- a, a match. I think she's ready to have a big like yeah. championship like match where she loses. Like, and she's a, like a tech like a grappler and stuff. And technical like wrestlers work well with Brit, like because she has kind of a technical style too. Like, mm-hmm. do that and, and then have Ruby have like the open like a dark like the kickoff show or like a dark match or something for that crowd like dude and they're hyping this they're hyping this wednesday up like a pay-per-view i mean it's Mm -hmm. massive but at the same time it is an episode of dynamite and the the finish might be completely unsatisfying on uh you know, not well, like unsatisfying, as in it just might not be well, a complete I mean, ending. You got, it'll be a you got Reba and you got fucking Jamie Hader, so mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it it could maybe lead to something else for for yeah, her. But, but I, I'm with you. I think putting her in this loss, position, and, like she's gonna right. look dumb regardless. Yeah. yeah, putting her in this position is is too early. Holy uh, shit! But I just yeah. remember WWE did this with Ruby against Charlotte after Riot Squad debuted. They did a, they hot shotted oh, Ruby into true. a title match that was fucking great. But then. She never got back there. Nope. So. Yep. Uh, we've got FTR versus Darby Allen and Sting. Don't care. I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna. T- I just fell asleep when you said that. Sting. Even though I was just Sting's on this episode. Die. On this episode, I was like, man, one thing they do do it right though is tag team matches, and I'm sure it'll be fine. Get Sting well, the fuck out of here. This dude. is just a build. Totally. Get Darby out of here. Right? Right? Oh, I don't fucking. I mean, th- this I is know. just for them, and so. Yeah. Just for the boys in the back. We've got, and then uh, Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. It's going to be boring. A, it's going to be a barn burner. Hopefully. Boring, sleepy, sleepy. I don't know how long it's going to be. Hopefully long. Nope. Hopefully no commercial breaks. Yeah. 20 minutes. Um, And then the Rampage card. Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage and Jurassic call Express. Them their, call them their real name. Super click. Thank you. I'm just reading the words in front of my face. Uh, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm interested. That's, That's pretty fucking rad, dude. Yeah. It's, it, um, it's just after the way this match, they're going to uh, send Hook. Ricky Starks. 
No, they're going to send Hook. It's going to just be a roundabout way to get Ricky, like him versus Ricky Starks. That's the, yeah. that's the money match. Yeah. Good form, Pat. And also, though, um, maybe let's not have Phil take table bumps on random episodes of TV, especially ones where the person fucks like, it up. He sold that good, or he, that looked like it hurt really bad. Put him through the table parallel, like onto the table parallel to the table, <laughs> not perpendicular, so it didn't break. It's and just a like, heavy table to fall Phil, on your head on. Fucking Phil looked like, oh, that's right. That's oh, what. Shit. That's what this feels like, you know, like yeah, this like flashbacks to getting put through announcers' tables by Kane all, every week for a while. <laughs> God. Uh, we've got Men of the Year versus the Insurrectionists. Why is the same team fighting? Why are they fighting each other? They're on the same side. Wait, who's in the match? <laughs> Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. <laughs> yeah. Versus... It's just called Men of the Year. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah. I don't care about it. Uh, I don't care. Lucha Bros versus the Butcher and the Blade. That'll okay. be fine. If... It'll be fine as long as... As long oh, as wait, the Lucha Bros was that what was this what happened? Okay, this is what happened on Rampage this week, right? Uh, they had the three matches on Rampage this week. Anna J. Yeah, this and, is what uh, happened this week. Okay, so like, never mind. These are what's built so far. Okay, but the Men of the Year versus Chris Jericho. That's the last one. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be exciting. Uh, no, it won't. it'll be a good uh, couple. It'll be a good couple nights of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we get to 2.0, um, I just want to mention a couple things. It's uh, basically just for me. Ron Funches <laughs> has been in a feud with Tony Deppin, and it's very silly and very funny. Tony Deppin's a GCW guy. Um, Ring of and, Honor, too. Okay. And Ron Funches is uh, my dog. Um, he was on uh, one of my favorite podcasts, The Besties, this week, which he, he occasionally yeah. comes on. And, yeah. Uh, it, was really, it was really great hearing them. Just ask him what what are you doing about? <laughs> so Bessie's is a video game podcast. Has Justin and Griffin McElroy, and then uh, Russ Frushtick and Chris Plant from Polygon dot com, uh, and they just talk about video games. But Ron Funches was, has been on a few times and was on and just like they're just like you're you're having a wrestling match and mm-hmm. just like and he's he's going on late shows promoting it like yeah it's so funny and the the fucking sh- the stuff with his ex-wife is very good yeah like, because he, i think it's real i think so. I, be- <laughs> I believe it is from all the stuff i've heard him talk say about his ex-wife in the past she yeah it's not she at least from you know there's always kind of like the men talking shit on their exes like then you have to like just give it a grain of salt that may but at the same time, Ron Funches seems like a solid dude. Yeah, and, and I think he acknowledges that 15 years ago he was a shithead. <laughs> yeah, um, but she she think, might think wrestling's real. Yes, and Tony Deppin is her favorite wrestler now, and uh, <laughs> not under. She, and Tony Deppin now has a shirt with the DMs sent by Ron Funches ex wife. Yep to to him on it. It's it's very good. Um, but last night. Uh, they they had their match. Uh, Danhausen and Paul Shear, one of my other favorites, came out with him. Tony Deppin won because Paul Shear turned on Ron Funches. What? what? <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Uh, and I then, love that. And then uh, Alley Cat chased Paul Shear around the ring with a knife. Holy shit! This I need was to watch a show this. in L.A. I didn't watch it, but I I saw 
a bunch that I needed to see and able to, um, to talk about it correctly. I, also, Funch's finisher is a Canadian destroyer that he calls the uh, Funch Rap Supreme. That's very good. Good name. Um, uh, I lo- Paul Shear got into wrestling because he went to um, All In with, with John Mayer. Um, with John Mayer at, at for the bachelor or was it bachelor party for yeah of shrimp boy of shrimp of of, of cinnamon toast crunch shrimp man yeah uh, Danielle Fischel's husband what's yeah. his fucking name Jensen Carp I have Jensen Carp shithead oh okay absolute fucker that was yeah. gonna that was gonna bug me because I couldn't remember it yeah um but yeah and then uh, Minoru Suzuki had a match against Josh Anderson. I don't know the name, um, but then Nick Gage John, came out. Wasn't it? Didn't he have a match with Jonathan Gresham? Was that the one? That one. That one. Jonathan, Jonathan Gresham's great. Yeah. He's gonna. Oh. He's gonna like wherever he did. Whenever his Ring of Honor contract is up, he's gonna be the like probably the hottest free agent in wrestling. Like you mean whenever whenever he's a uh, whenever his Ring of Honor. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, That's but, really good. <laughs> but we're getting Nick Gage versus Suzuki. That'll Hell be yeah. a, that'll be a spectacle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm gonna get there. Will not be. Sorry. I I don't recommend watching this vi- like looking up this video and watching it because um, it's gross. But there's a video of um, oh my god, why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, New Jack, um, mm. beat, almost beating to death a um a guy with a very problematic name who was an old Joe? old man. Yeah, uh, Joe. Uh, race, yeah, um, bad name for Romani people, Joe. Okay. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and almost killing him with chairs, um, like sh- for a shoot. Um, Good lord. I hope that this match looks like that, uh, because Suzuki just fucking loves chairs, man. Like he just <laughs> loves hitting people with like go- with chairs from the crowd. So. Mm, so, so, so maybe he should have a match against the chairman. I, I would actually love if Suzuki um, <laughs> Just beat the ended Sean Spears' Sean career. <laughs> Not really. I you know I just don't want him on my TV. I, I wish Sean Spears would go have a great Ring of Honor um, career. I just so that I wouldn't wrestling. ever have to watch it. Yeah. This thing he's got that wrestling school that's going well. Just come on, just don't come. Just, you're boring as a fuck on my TV. I love you. Fuck off. Like just yeah. Like go home. Like. <laughs> Out Chill out with your way out of your league wife. <laughs> yeah. Go come and count your blessings, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, GCW's doing this thing where it's like they want me to give them my money. Like they have this dumb it's dumb. I will acknowledge that it's dumb. It's emo fight. It's a mix of emo night and wrestling. I think emo <laughs> oh, night yeah. is the corniest thing in the world. It makes me upset. It's oh, yeah. a it's awful. fuel for nostalgia. Um, right. So, so, that's really through it. So, the early versions of it were cool. Mm-hmm. Like and then it started making money and got taken over by uh promotion promoting companies. Like mm-hmm. Concert promotion companies, so, not people who are like having a fun time with friends. So, so there, there's also like one thing. It's like it's fine to have like that nostalgic thing. Yeah, um, oh, one hundred percent. I'm a very nostalgic person, and so like that part's fine. But I think it's just it's just really funny because it, it like it really has just become super commercialized. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, like having to pay money at the door to just hear people play Taking Back Sunday on like on their computer. Yeah, what's life well, is real strange. So one time, a uh, 
he's a noted bad boy, but James Dewey's from The Get of Kids. Uh, from My Chemical and, Romance. Yeah, he's and when I say bad boy, it's not lightly. He was grooming people and he's a shithead. He but before I knew this about him, he had this talk about emo night where he um, was playing like fucking mineral and braid and like sunny day real estate and real ass emo bands. And people were mad at him, like so mad because he didn't understand what he was doing. He's like, oh, cool. I'm going to play all this music that I I'm going to play. Sec- I'm going to play person second wave emo. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he's like, that's not what they want. Um, but yeah, it's it's just basically it's the people who think that uh, it's it's. It's the reason why My Chemical Romance is bigger now than they ever were, um, because it's like Thing, things cor- go in cycles. Cor- corporate emo. <laughs> third, like, the people wave. that think the people that think Simple Plan is emo. They are. They're third wave. Emo. <laughs> no, they're a shitty pop up no, band. They're, no, they're third wave emo. I've written I've written a book of that with a chapter in this that uh, <laughs> I haven't finished yet, but about the waves of emo. Yeah, they're third wave. Third wave just is not the greatest um but yeah anyway i'm curious to see how they mix the two and what they're gonna do and it's it's weird and interesting i probably won't end up watching it but i'm i'm curious what's going on that day (laughs) yeah gcw sometimes is doing interesting stuff but like some like the stuff with Matt Cardona was cool, and then they fucked that up. But maybe that was Matt who wanted to like chill out. I don't know. But it's they're th- also their promotions are very hard to watch. Their live shows, um, their commentary is <coughs> trash, and uh, you can't hear anything they're saying. So I I don't understand why, but for some reason I it makes me like it more. I like when things are shitty. I don't know why I don't get it. And I don't. I can't. But you didn't it. watch Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Where they talked about how important pronouns are, and then fucked up everyone's pronouns. Oh, yeah. I, I did. Mi- I missed that completely. I, I watched, watched that's a Kevin, show. That's a Kevin Gill special right there. And the per- the woman who was on it was doing it too. I don't know who she was, but it was. And it's like it's it. And the prone like this talking about how important pronouns thing felt like a bullet point that they had to check off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, okay. People fuck up pronouns all the time. Yes. Well, like, I, I do. Like, and, like, and I'm fucking, I'm non-binary. Like, I use weird, you know, pronouns that, I use they, them pronouns. I still fuck it up for people, and, like, I know all the time. Like, people that yeah. I knew who used different pronouns for a long time, and then, you know, change their, the pronouns that they use. Like, I still, it's, it's just a thing that happens. Yeah. It's easy, like, just pro tip for everyone. Just correct yourself, apologize simply apologize and move on like but like to make a big show out of like hey like pronouns are important and then like to fuck it up and not put in the work to like then use that as a a teaching moment say like oh hey yeah like we're still learning sorry like we're so sorry like Like we perpetrated one of the things yeah Yeah, exactly just like it's so it's just like all right gcw it's a business they're carnies too like oh they're the biggest mm -hmm. carnies yeah, mm-hmm. but the production standpoint of it, it's just it's wild. I I like that when things are a little rough and tumble, um, until they start getting big, then you got to step it up. Like, yeah, and like watching Effie's Effie's big gay brunch, um, 
they were talking when there was someone in the ring with a microphone. And that is what made me the most mad because it's like, for one, you can barely hear them with their shitty sound system. And I want to listen to the wrestlers. I don't want to listen to your dumbass. Like, I. Yeah, that sounds like not great commentary. I paid for this to support these wrestlers. Two of the matches were good, but I was still supporting it. I watched it and I. <sighs> Sorry, I'm I'm just I get upset it. about it. It's, it was, I get it's, it. It was only it's twelve bucks. It's not. It's but not it's like I paid fifty dollars for a pay per view and was disappointed. But, but like you go like, you know, like you paid back in the times when this was a thing uh, that we did. If you went to see a touring show, like at you know, tw- if you paid twelve bucks, like that's not a, that's not an expensive show. But you would expect the bands to know how to turn on their amps. You yeah. would expect the bands to like at least sound like a band that knows what they're like that belongs on that show. To be in tune. To be in tune. <laughs> like even if they fuck up or whatever, like that stuff happens. Like you're not again, you're not paying just like a hundred bucks to see like a super highly produced like you know Kiss like show. arena show. Yeah, yeah, you're not paying to go see fucking U2 or Coldplay. Like if but they, there's that base they, expectation. Your thing still remains up, like, at the venue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's man, they, the poll. Still remains. That's the poll. Yep. <laughs> These white <Jesus>. walls. Yeah. <laughs> um, the word. Like, you know, but like at the same time, like, so yeah, that's like where GCW's at. It's not a house mm-hmm. show anymore. Yeah, that like, still remains. They, they're, yeah, yeah they got to step it up a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Like, like if, they if have we cool stuff happening, like they're doing a show in they did L.A. last night in San Francisco tonight or something. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Like, they're doing cool shit. But, but I mean, they they're just you know eating all the dead. They're the vultures eating the dead carcasses of the the rest of the American indie wrestling scene from the last two years yeah um and growing big and strong like they're they're like a like a goldfish you know like goldfish grow to the size of their container and they have all of american indie wrestling is their is their bowl right well, now well that's because like, they're they're trying to fill the void that uh pwg <laughs> left and now pwg's bag baby mm-hmm. <laughs> um but also, you know, shout out to Defy and Prestige who are going to be doing some cool They're shit this year. Fucking Malachi Black going to be at Defy. Ooh, that's why and I moved Prestige. To I mean, that's what I meant. I meant Prestige. I will always mix those two up, even though I know the difference between them. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah, both. So it, they're just like the two most generic names, but like. That are names oh, for it, yeah, a lot like, of other things, but calm, you know, I I I'll just forget and I'll be like, I ta- yeah, Tommy and uh, the fucking wrestling for fucking, you know, the old whatever whatever the PNW WWE is, you know, <laughs> easy I, yeah, who Tony, cares? <laughs> yeah, who fucking cares, yeah. So that's a good segue since Tony uh, let us in here. Right now, now it's time to talk about Von Wagner, Braun Breaker, Let's talk about Braun Breaker, Trick Williams. Ivy Nile and Tony D'Angelo from Tony the D'Angelo. streets of New Chicago. Hey, Isai, you'll be the only person who knows this. Is Nunzio still alive? Uh, yes. Okay, he should. Nunzio, dude. I, I don't know if there's any re- issues with him as a person, but I, man, just bring him back as Tony D'Angelo's, you know, Dad. fucking manager. 
Him and Johnny oh, the Bull Stamboli. Oh man, <laughs> if we got a FBI like yeah. two po- FBI two point oh man, fuck, dude, full full blooded Italians two point oh. Even though we it. already did, what because connected? when they came to SmackDown, they were basically FBI two point oh. That is true. So it'll be three point oh. Yeah. So uh, they, could share, they could share a fucking Lamborghini. We got uh, waste management. We got a deli down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you my, something? My cousin Vinny. I I might I might clip that uh, that promo in right here because I if you haven't heard it, holy it's, shit! I was born and raised in the streets of Chicago, and I come from a long line of businessmen. See, my family has interests in waste management, the fish market, the meat market, you name it. But I found success in my own way amateur wrestling at the University of Buffalo. And I was even named All-American for the Greco-Roman style. But my family, they smartened me up. Because let's face it, there's no real money to be made in amateur wrestling. But you know what a real money is? NXT. I haven't just watched walk. The Sopranos, and I can confidently say it's just a parody of The Sopranos. And Man. not even a parody. It's just trying I know to where be. The, I know where the real money's in they, NXT. It's not in the Greco-Roman wrestling. They kept getting the uh, that is fair. The same the same ads before every YouTube video I have been lately for the, the Sopranos, the the Sopranos like, origin story movie. And they're just like, that's it right there. <laughs> so what it, general general first impression... Of the new 2.0 NXT. Colorful. What do you think? Liked it? Colorful. Didn't like it? Colorful for sure. Um, That more, well, way more lit. Yes. Like they light. I fucking fucking hate that because I don't want to look at those trash fans. I don't want to look at people (laughs) from Florida. The best thing that NXT, I don't want to be negative because I honestly, I will say this. I thought if we're taking it in a different direction, it could be worse. It could be way, it could be way worse. Uh, but that, the coolest part about NXT was how everything felt like such a, a main event presentation because the ring was lit. And yeah. That's all you had to look at. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to look like I'm watching it in front of a studio crowd. It's weird as fuck. Um, uh, the old dudes. Yeah, yeah. The old dudes feel out of place. <laughs> I know, dude. It, it like, does. Um, the people. The name. The reason I read the list of names is that they're fucking bonkers. They <laughs> <So>, are. <laughs> Like, I I did not know I did not know that Braun Breaker was Scott Steiner's kid Rick Steiner Rick Steiner Rick right, yes 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 Rick Steiner's kid because the whole episode I was like he looks like Rick Steiner I was like this guy is like Rick fucking Steiner <laughs> the fucking but the thing that's the why um singlet that's why Vic Joseph said he has a dog faced gremlin mentality <laughs> why are we not ta- why are we not allowed to say Rick Steiner because I don't it. know I. I think it's because they're worried, like, it's not that they're worried about Rick Steiner. I think they don't <laughs> want to be thinking that mentioning Scott Steiner because they That's just possible. don't. Scott Steiner is just a weird liability in a lot I of ways, I like just in that. general. And I like, and but it's like, bro. And then I find out that it is Rick Steiner's kid, and his name was going to be Rex Steiner, and mm-hmm. I was like. Well, that could have that could have been great. Yeah, but then I, it does make sense that, that they would be like, uh, I, I, maybe we just I, get that, Steiner. That sounds a hot, like a Vince call that just like suddenly like got up, like just something a some memory about Scott Steiner's and his fucking drop foot and his disappointing main events against Triple H. Oof. 
just got into Vince's head and was like, "Don't, don't mention that guy." You know what? We'll call him Braun Breaker, and we'll use two and we'll use two Ks to make people uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> I wish his name was it just worked. like there's like Bre- like Braun Brecky, and just like he just Big likes Breck. breakfast. He just eats a lot of breakfast. <laughs> I'm gonna get these, get this ham. Or he's a big fan of Japanese breakfast. From Jay Breaky. I like my eggs scrambled. I'm brought breakfast. Um, yeah. So he had a magic and LA night. And Randomly, yeah. so this eat him. This LA no night was in the main event. This made no this sense whole, to me at this all. Whole, this whole night felt Kyle, like being called on the fly. Kyle O'Reilly got beat up. Because he couldn't be in the match, so he couldn't be in the match. But L.A. Knight had a match earlier. <laughs> it was like watching jazz, baby. They were making it up as they went along. It's about the notes you don't play. Um, I was like, what, the fuck? what What's happening? It did Vince know. look at Kyle and go, nope, not a main eventer. <laughs> so, you know what, cool, Kyle? You're actually not cool. So this whole NXT show <laughs> felt so odd. Yeah. In there my- was one moment I loved... And it was the end. But um, yeah, there was stuff I liked, and like I, I, I love the Creed brothers. Oh, yeah, that was cool. I man. fucking love them. Diamond but Mine yeah. is perfect. Yeah, That's like so. They just like they randomly put like Grayson Waller, who's just the guy. Like it was like a rugby player or some shit, or a soccer player in Australia. He's just like randomly out there with Drake Maverick. Like they just kind of like, eh, you guys are out there now, and you're with them, and so it's just like. Like with Trick Williams and um, I keep wanting to call him Carmelo. Christian. Yeah, Carmelo. I keep wanting to call him a Zindi name. Um, it's just like one of those things. Like, yeah, that promo was fine and it worked to turn Carmelo heel. And I don't know why they have to do that to my boy Vink, but that's another thing. Um, <laughs> it's just like they just literally just were like throwing shit at the wall. And like, eh, yeah, what? And yeah. it's so Career weird mode. because their mood sims for a year. Yeah, and this is what you get. Because like Brunk, like fucking Von Wagner, what a shit name! No, it rocks. It's awful. <laughs> so just to get the timeline right, before we talk about Von Wagner, oh yes. So the initial concept was so it was going to be a number one contender match. Samoa Joe had to drop the title because of injury. We're making this a title match. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So then you have one of the members of the title of the contender match now title match fight in the very first match and lose of the mm-hmm. night. La Knight. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the course of it, we have our promos of everyone being like, this means the world to me. I want this fucking title, blah, blah, blah. And Pete Dunn, also in the match, fucking orchestrates a takeout of Kyle O'Reilly, who's also in that match. Like like two chair hits. After this guy just had this feud with Adam Cole where they were like beating the shit out of each other, having like... They're trying to murder each other. Two chair hits. And he's not cleared to wrestle. Like, yeah. Come on now. So we have to replace him. We have to replace him with who? Fresh-faced Von Wagner. <laughs> Fresh Neanderthal-faced Von Wagner. He has like yes. 400 followers on the internet. Oh yeah, I got to do. I got to retweet that tweet that says, "Only if you have more followers than Von Wagner can you retweet this." And I did at the time. <laughs> Hell he yeah. had he had 402 followers when I checked. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. I mean, I wish they would have fucking put the strap on him, if we're being honest. Fucking do it, dude. If we're going to 2.0 it, why don't we fucking go balls deep? Fucking do it. But we didn't. Like, and but we didn't. He did okay in the match, but, like, didn't he didn't impress me because, like, the stuff that he looked okay in was, like, 
Oh yeah, but he's in there with three amazing wrestlers. Like nothing was like. <laughs> yeah, I was he, like, okay, so you're Brad. Like, he looked I was like, okay, you're Brad Pitt. Really but that don't fucking out of place in that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, That's, it was. No one knew who he is, and it's like he, like, I felt bad for him because I'm like, they're gonna if they if they have him win, he's his career's over. Like, yes, done. Yes. Um, I think I still think he's got fucked this whole time. Um. They did this with the fuck. It was Bull Buchanan's kid. Uh, was it Jensen? Brooks oh, Jensen. Jensen. Yeah, Brooks Jensen. Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs against yeah. Imperium, and we just saw like fucking Braun Breaker debut, and he mm-hmm. beat LA Knight randomly in a match that was shouldn't have actually happened. The guys had a title <laughs> match later, um, and there was an audible groan. It wasn't a boo. It was a very audible groan when. <laughs> I I think like Marcel got like fucking shit canned and like they're about to do a move on Fabian because they're like oh no like it's really yeah, it's gonna just be all yeah, night. yeah after after Braun Breaker won um I was like oh the new guys are all gonna win okay yeah because then I saw Imperium against like Brooks fucking Jensen and Josh Brooks and Dunn yeah, yeah Brooks, Brooks and Dunn like Brooks and Dunn or Jensen fucking whatever the fuck Jensen yeah. Briggs um Briggs Jensen jo- Josh Briggs. Gen- Josh Briggs and Jensen Garth. Gen- Jensen Jensen Brooks Garth, Garth like, Brooks it's fucking it's a terrible name yeah awful um it is yeah and like there was an audible groan and it wasn't like a boo it was like a uh it's like oh here we go again like and that's the how- same noise as like when like fucking like Corbin comes out and does the same shit, like you know, like on Raw or whatever. Except like, especially, like not right now. Like, I'm still, I'm not pleased with the direction. Constable with. Corbin. Yeah, yeah. Go back to Constable mm-hmm. Corbin and just be like, oh come on, like, or just like every time like the Bloodline comes out, the Usos come out and like fuck with someone. Except that that's on purpose. They're building that. That's heat that they're building. It's like this is the authority when they used to come out for things. You're just like, oh, please. J and J security. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, please. Like not, no, come it, on. It and at a... least they didn't do that. Yeah. But. The, I honestly like, and I'm sure the names will start sticking, but I, it was, it became very clear, very quick that this is back to the roots of a developmental system. This is about getting younger talent ready for uh, a main roster, which is like, okay, fine. You're going to do it. It's your company. It's cool. I will say when I started watching the episode, mentally I was ready to take a big old shit on it. I was like, I'm ready to not like this as much as I like the other thing. But it was also pretty quickly like, all right, well, so what? (laughs) Like, they're still going to change it. It's still owned by this fucking dude. He's still going to put who he wants in charge. He's going to get what he wants out of it. And that's almost where it's like, I can I can respect that, to be honest, more than, all right, we're going to try to re-angle this as its own thing again in a new way. It's like, all right, that's fine. But it makes it difficult then when we do have things like, uh, you know, uh, Tommaso Ciampa wins the NXT uh, title. And, uh, <laughs> and... It's weird now being like, okay, but what is this program now? What does this title even mean now? Who's it going to be for? Well, and then when fucking Braun Breaker and him have a stare down at the end, it's like, if they're just saying like, oh, there's a new, if that shot is showing there's a new wave of talent coming and like, um, you know, like the kind of expect that to be like, hey, they, that's fine. Like mm-hmm. if it's, 
Braun Breaker wins the title in his first <laughs> chance at it. And yeah. Like, and he's the he, if he's the first person to fight Champa for that belt, and he wins it, that's bad. Then he like replaces Bo Dallas as the worst NXT champion ever because there's no way that he could live up to it. Mm-hmm. Right. It wouldn't even be his fault. Yeah, yeah. it would just yeah. be a situation that's fucked up. I'm, um, I'm gonna give it some time because Triple H yeah. isn't there. Same, same, um, same. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I really like the Creed brothers. Yeah, they were on a little bit before. I mean, Diamond Mine kind of seems like I think like their idea of what they want to do mm-hmm. with everybody I keep running, which is like running in my head. You have like the two, you have like super big guys who are green. You have their mouthpiece and then a worker for them. And that's yeah. what they have. It's like you have the actual work, which is Ronnie, well, and he's like in his like he's like forty, and so yeah. they're, they're probably like, well, you can like be their trainer. You'll be Mister NXT and help develop these guys in Diamond Mine because it's such an easy way to do it. But they well, literally there's a, there's a lot of factions. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. And that's actually the the faction stuff right now is actually working pretty well because like yeah. Diamond Mine versus Legato is fucking great right now. There's Hit Row, Hit, Hit Row versus Legato. Oh, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, Hit Row. Oh yeah, B-Fab. B-Fab got to an uh, in-ring debut. Wow, mm-hmm. well, that was a fucking first match, wasn't it? <laughs> that was. I can't tell if you're being... I don't remember. That was, I can't tell if you're being serious, but it was not very it, good. Uh, that was a first match. Like, I mean, that... Yeah. It, oh, it was a first match, yes. Oh my god. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, fuck, whatever. That's, She's great. That's the and thing people that, can learn. Okay. That's the thing and, that sucks, is that, like... This they're on national TV now, and they're like all these young people. Like this is your if you're going back to the developmental, you need to get the get it the fuck off TV. Yeah, you're and, gonna kill these yep. people. And, and what's it, in? Yeah, they're in like this match also. So Katarina, I can't remember. Is it Katarina Gonzalez? I don't remember her last name. Uh, was it? Name I think she changed it. Katrina Cortez. Katrina Cortez. Yeah, Katrina Cortez. But she used to um, be Catalina something. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so. Lucha style is is different. She's been in developmental for a couple of years now, so like she was on the main I'm roster sure, for like two weeks. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, like she's a she's a good worker, but also don't put someone in their first match against who's I'm assuming training in American style pro wrestling against someone who came up in lucha because they're different, and also like there are just like. It was awkward, and you could see it, like, and you could see that, like, oh, this is Katrina Cortez's first match on TV in a long time, too. Mm-hmm. She's probably been working on, like, adapting to WWE style and stuff, I'm sure. But, like, literally, in Lucha, like, you work backwards of America. You work mm-hmm. right to left instead of left to right. Like, it is a thing. It, it, don't give someone their first match against someone when it's yeah. it, that is just destiny. Like kind of doesn't seem like well thought out. Destiny for failure right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's. But it seems like oh, uh, no one that's a good enough worker in the ring in this division is okay to take a loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another weird thing I noticed is all of the new people. Their gear matched the logo. It was Especially like Braun, Bra- Braun, Braun Breaker, Breaker for sure. was like super color. I think he's the face of NXT I, 2.0. Yes, they clearly want him to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, he won the very first but match like, of NXT 2.0. Even also, the two his, the two his dudes. Gear, his gear is like a. It's like his dad. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, but it's intent. But they they knew what they're doing with it. Oh yeah, Brooks Jason of- and Josh Wheeler was really colorful too, from what I remember. Josh Briggs. Yeah. Who the fuck's Josh Wheeler? 
I don't I think know. Just a fucking dude. I just, just a said a name wrong. Oh, okay. No, I, I, no, no. I was like, is that? Like, it, it sounds like a name. It, it sounds, sounds like a familiar like, name. Like, yeah, that's why I'm like, Josh Wheeler. What was the? What was the name of the newest? No, who is who's the new uh, fucking uh, diamond mine uh, person? What, oh, what was her name? Uh, Ivy, Ivy Nile. Nile. Mm. Ivy Nile. I, she's awesome. She's strong. She and looks I keep cool. Thinking, I keep thinking about what fucking um, uh, Bivens was saying out there. Was like, like just giving her, running down her accolades, being like just super, super good and everything. And he's like, now show him that body. Yeah. <laughs> and like she the just thing, flexed. I was the, like, that's awesome. The thing I love about Bivens is he's so fucking funny. But he's he just can, so good. But he makes sense with Diamond Mind. Like he can be serious. He can be like, "Yo, this team is badass, and I'm also badass." I love him. Now show him that body. He's and great. Looking like flex on him. Oh, it's just so funny. It really does add so much to it. It's just so nice to see Roderick there looking cool, not having to talk, ruining it for himself. Um, should we talk about Mandy 3.0? <laughs> Got it. Dude. Got it. <laughs> The fucking name's Toxic Attraction is their action name. Uh, the fucking right. backstage, the backstage yeah. thing with fucking Dolan, yes, who also problematic. And I don't know shit about JC Jane, but uh, them being like, "This is the real you, Mandy." This is what it was the most fucking Olivia Newton-John Grease <laughs> yes, ass fucking yeah, storyline. That's like, what it was. N- now you're fucking wearing the leather. You're wearing black. You dyed your hair. Let's go fucking Burnett, tell Young dude. John. You're, Let's go tell fucking John Travolta how fucking badass you are. Now, now you're just as hot, but in a different way. And, that's your and if you're, or if you're, or if you're a fucking Wade Barrett, uh, never been more fucking sexy. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, but that man horny as fuck for her. Which I get it, but at the same time, it's like Wade, you're like fifty. I don't know, but uh, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I was that th- that was one of many sort of little. Um, little tweaks that they're doing at NXT that I was just like, all right, great. She's a leader of a faction. She, her hair's different. That means she's different. <laughs> the classic WWE trope. Yep. Yeah. Like, And she, I didn't pay attention to the match because I it, don't like Casey and Caden either. So, Yeah, it was that was the, the whole was, thing. It was, like, it's like me. It was fine because it was all just a – it was a super quick match that led to the angle of she dyed her hair. And she's so different now. And then, well, then the six, and then they did the, 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 the six tag. Yeah, then they did the the six, and then it That's was Saray came uh, to Saray, yeah, and Saray came and so them. it was it was whatever. It was just all just there. Yeah, exactly. It was whatever. And there was a few things that were kind of whatever. But I'm with you in the fact of like I want to see what happens when Hunter comes back. I want to see how they develop this. Especially first when, impression when, was when like, Hunter oh, comes this back cool. will probably be the time where Vince has lost interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, probably. And he's fine. Hunter's gone because he hurt his his heart hurts, and it was Adam Cole. It's it's crazy yeah. that this happened when there was. I think it was stress induced. Like that's I probably crazy probably. speculation, not knowing him at all as a person. But like it, the the timeline is kind of bonkers. It's it he's makes like, a lot of sense. Like, my baby is dead. <laughs> My baby is dying. I'm going yeah. to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> my it's, heart. It's probably like I. I don't think they're kayfabe in that it's a genetic thing that he's had. You know, no, but that no. doesn't mean he had a cardiac event. Be, like from this, this genetic thing, job. 
It's put on by yeah. stress. Yeah. Yeah. Like, He's like, I gotta change this whole show that was working great. <laughs> or maybe he pulled a Stone Cold Steve Austin and drank too many fucking energy drinks, dude. <laughs> Let's talk. Can we talk about the championship match? Or is no. there anything else you all wanted to talk about? Why did they have Drake Maverick and Ridge Holland fight? Oh, that's make fine. Ridge look big. Yeah, that's fine. Make Ridge look big. I'm that's fine. fine with Ridge it. look big. That's exactly. I like. I, I think it's actually a good way to establish like big Ridge on this new version, like big, and he's just a big, big boy, like. <sighs> Ooh, Put him with the guy that's literally five. They're foot doing four. a good job of, of having Ridge be a part of this developmental system, but by teaming him up with Dunn, it's also like you could tell that he's his uh, like he's already kind of a league above the other fucking oh, developmental yeah, people. And I think was, that's a good place. Remember that match? Well, like, with he was already and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome though. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's been around. He's been around. He's had some cool matches, but he's still in that world of the developmental talent. He's not one of the other fucking vets at this point, like Champa, yeah, or Gargano. Um, here's a couple other weird names. Dan Jarman and Trevor Skelly. That's who the crew Jarman. fought. Dan Jarman. Jarman. I think I think they might have just been job guys. Like I don't Yeah, they they definitely were. On uh on uh the fucking bleacher report uh thing here, it just says uh local uh competitors. Yeah. I love the Creed Brothers. Creed Brothers, yeah. I think slapping they each got, other they got they're something. tight. Yeah. I uh, love it. Love I love it, that love they it, just fucking punch each other to tag each other in. They're they, aggressive. For some, they give me a, like aggressive um, turbo team from I think you should leave energy. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Don't totally. Don't run. Walk slowly. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Let's talk about the championship match. Uh. Tomato Champer get- one. Yeah. Well. So yeah. You got. So now the end of the night. Things are all crazy. We are. We have LA Knight. who's already wrestled the match. Kyle's gone, so we got Von Wagner. We got Champa done. And Knight Von and Wagner. Wagner saved Kyle. He threw a chair at Peter. That, yeah, that's that, why yeah. he got put in. Yeah, which like Regal. What are you? Is it because everyone else that could be in this match is all like part of a wedding later? Yeah, Regal or had a like, wedding to attend. Like, yeah. just maybe put someone in the championship match uh, that's had a match. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Regal. We we know that, and yes. So Champa wins. The match was fine. I mean, the match was fine. It was fun. Given like we were saying, there's a lot of shorter matches, a lot of introduction to people that were new. And yes, this one had a, a new person in it as well. But it had time. It had familiarity. It was like okay, our NXT boys are still here, mm-hmm. and it was nice to see Tommy win his belt back. Goldie and Tommy reunited again. But in this new landscape, that is yet to really be filled out. Yep. It is strange. I worry that Champa might not be the right champion for this new era. And we'll see if that is true or how they build it around it. Yeah. But he did a great job of, on a short notice, making it impactful. The the reuniting with Goldie and then the picture of him with Goldie and his kid was actually so fucking sweet. That, like, I'll, I'll take it. I like. He knows that he's, he's, a, he's a championship caliber Competitor, mm-hmm. competitor, he's been there before. I'm interested to so see like, him as a baby face as a champion. Yeah, maybe that's what's sitting weird with me. It's like, what? Wh- yeah, it's just kind of a strange. He's just gonna sit there and toss his fucking chair behind him after a promo with a belt on him now. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then they had yep. a a very long video package uh, because they had to set up the ring for a wedding. <laughs> A wedding eight months in the making. Yeah. To be honest, some people meet and get married well before then. Yeah. And I, 
I loved it. I loved. Uh, I liked it. Uh, Johnny and the rest of the grooms party wearing gloves. I loved. Yeah, wearing his ring gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. And I, Dex- I, Dexter is back. They're doing that reboot. They, you know, all dressed yeah. up just like Dexter. Wow, oh, damn, that's true. God damn. I love. I love that. Uh, Theory came back for it. It was cute. Theory is a bad person, but. It was, it was a cute storyline. Uh, Damien, he grabbed a, he found a priest, and it was that was Damien a good joke. Priest. That was that was good. You <laughs> can't have a wedding without a priest. Um, uh, the names: uh, Dexter Gaylord Loomis and Indy Ophelia Hartwell. Um, Johnny didn't have the rings. Ikaminjiro had them for, or Austin was supposed to have the rings, but Ikaminjiro had them for and some reason. And he's like, "Oh, reason. that's my guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that, like, a lot of them looked nice, and then Ikaminjiro was wearing ring shorts and a weird suit. That's what he wrestles in. That's what he wrestles that is his ring that is his gear. <laughs> He wrestled oh, in that yeah. earlier that earlier that night. He um, was on the he, show? Yeah, he wrestled again. Or, no, he was involved in the Drake Maverick. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Match with Ridge Holland. Okay. But, um, and then Odyssey Jones got some good shine in this yes. segment, too, which was just really fun. Because um, of, was... of his hair and beard, he looks like Ron Funches, like, got yes. put into the Captain America, yes. like, super soldier serum. Yeah, thing. yeah, I know, exactly. Um, the the priest says, does anyone object to this? Everyone except Johnny and Candace raised their hands, which was perfect. Like, I love that Johnny and Candace are full in now. Um, yeah, like, they finally won him over. Dexter bears a, uh, a hatchet so everyone yeah. put their fucking hands down. <laughs> that was actually pretty him. funny. He I choked. thought it was funny. And then the vows happens. What, was, what was his fucking name? Uh, Anders <laughs> Chase? Oh, the, okay. Andre oh, yeah. Chase or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. A former Harlem Bravado. Like, I know who it is. I just don't remember his fed name. But he's tall, so he's so he's going to be safe. Yeah, they did the uh, the vows. Yeah, and like in, you know, Indy said sweet sh- sweet stuff or whatever it was funny. And then the priest was all, yeah, the priest was all like, uh, so Dexter. I mean, you got nothing to say. Like, just spilled your heart out. Dexter chokes him the fuck out. Yep, which is great. And then Beth Phoenix gets involved. I like they they asked Regal to do it right, and he's not <laughs> he ordained. Like, yeah, and he was just on camera like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not I doing that. I love that his chair was outside of the ring by himself. By himself, just like I'm, just I'm in the back. Uh, yeah, Beth hopped up and was like, "I was kind of." She was like, uh, "Really charming and fun." She's been championing their love since the beginning, and uh, was like, "I thought something like this might happen." So last night I went online and got ordained. And I love it. Johnny's like, "That is so convenient. That's great. That's so convenient." Johnny's a king. He is so good at his job. He's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man, I we stand a short king. Yep. Yep. Um. But yeah, and then uh, they do the thing, uh, and Dexter ends up saying, "I do." I the pop for that, do. yes, it's so fucking good. Because like, like I was you because you could see the fans like that is one thing the fans like were pretty good during this. Um, yeah. I'm just so worried because of how shitty NXT fans. Can yeah, be but been. when they were like Dexter Gay Lord Loomis, I was like, "Here we go." But they were chanting a little bit, but it died down really quickly, which was yeah. interesting and nice. But yeah, when he said "I do," like people were like, "Oh," because they thought he was gonna say "vows," and they were like, oh, 
And then he just thumbs up and they laughed. And then he says, I do. They all pop. It was great. It was great. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was probably the most fun wrestle wedding because it actually got it to happen. It actually happened. I, lo- yeah. I do love that. Like, That's because, the fucking like, the biggest thing, thing of the whole, like, the whole thing. It, it, Has that ever happened? No. Has there ever I, been I, a wedding that just went off without a hitch? Like, I thought it was going to get go a little long, maybe three minutes too long or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't. Like, it was fine. Johnny was tight. Johnny was happy with Zach, everything I think you're the happening. only one that got that one. Yeah. Appreciate it, though. They, well, it's not a gay, it's not a gay wedding, so a three-minute warning isn't going to come out. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was NXT 2.0. I think, I think Issa, you tweeted this from our account that it was like a perfect ending to NXT. I did not. Oh. It really, I will say, it did really, to me, kind of feel like that. It felt like they were simultaneously ushering in a new era while putting one to bed. Uh, and I don't, you know, we don't know what we don't know. I, I'm ready to give it a chance. You it's s- certainly not going to be what we got used to. Uh, and that's might not be the worst thing, you know. Things change. Yeah, like, there are changes Luckily, about that shit's it. Record, shit's recorded and we can go back and watch it. Yeah. There, there are changes about it that I, like... I feel fine about like I I don't love the changes because I think it'll like make it a less entertaining product in some ways. But at the same time, same. I see the value in like having more of a developmental thing. Like I think that not on television though. That's the issue is that like they they forced NXT to be at this point in order to compete against AEW mm-hmm. when it was doing just fine with what it was. Yep. And then they were disappointed that it like didn't magically turn into something else. So now they're just like, well, okay, like yeah. it's done now, but I don't think that this will necessarily get them where they want it either. Like, cause it makes you wonder like what, if, if the purpose of this is going to be a developmental system to get performers built up to a place where they can go onto the main roster it really leaves a limbo of the nxt performers who have put their heart and soul into making nxt what we got used to like gargano like champa uh and it's like what what's the well, what's their role then now because clearly they're not going to get to a place where they're built to go to the main roster so are they just going to be the the jobbers to the future stars at some point like is are they the gatekeepers to these new guys Personally, not very excited to see that. Mm-hmm. So, it, who knows? You know, I think uh, I I don't know. I, I'm assuming that Johnny's going to stay a WWE guy. Uh, I don't know if he's going to go anywhere else eventually. It, it's just kind of weird if he does end up leaving. After you know, I don't know. That's all speculation. It, we don't know what it's all going to be yet. But it does make you wonder, like, what is the role of these kind of legacy guys in NXT now that it's clearly not about them? Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just strange because it, it is, it's like they're they're going so backwards um, with how they're doing developmental. Where if they're wanting a true developmental, like they can't, like they they have the platform to do so if they're wanting to get quote unquote TV time without getting real TV time. And it's mm-hmm. like they there was talks of like they were going to start like a a developmental for NXT essentially, which is going to be run by Gabe Sapolsky. It's like. Put that on the network, and as like the like young like the young lion show, kind of almost like what New Japan Strong was at first, and it's just like then do that, and then they can show up on a you know a Tuesday night. But yeah, I think it's just because there's people within 
WWE, it's, it's, it's a power struggle. Mm-hmm. People within WWE know that if Triple H takes the reins, they're not going to have a job. Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, those guys aren't, mm-hmm. those guys aren't Triple H guys. Triple yeah. H has his team of guys. Yeah, Sean. Sean, So yeah, Road there's Dog. people rooting for Triple H to fail, maybe, yeah. It, there yeah. is, and this is a part of that power struggle. And it's like, oh, see, Hunter couldn't beat them, so now we have to take over it. And we're going to do what we want now. And that's what they want for that system is big lumbering guys. With funny it's almost names. like a thing where I don't want to watch it in protest. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, right. Kind of, kind of fucking bums you out. Kind of like, bums you out a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know. It's not fun. I know all the well, shit from his past. I happen to love Triple H. I love Papa Trips. Oh. Paul Paul has become our wrestle dad. He, like, what are you gonna? You can't. You know. Yeah. He has been it. apologizing to the wrestling world for his his reign, like on top in WWE through NXT for the last like five years. Yeah. Um, and it's been great. Um, yeah. But man, you just remember like, oh yeah, Pritchard came up in Houston wrestling in the early '80s, like, and you can fucking see it. Like, yeah. that's it. Feels a lot more like one of those old ty- type of studio shows. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Which, like, and sure, the the nostalgia factor is what you know. It's effective whether you like it or not. You know, it does kind of have that feel to it that I don't. I I don't hate. I just don't have confidence in yet. I'm gonna see, keep watching it, but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see, see what fucking happens. Yeah. Um, I, I can already feel myself prioritizing it less. Like, even though, yes. like... I, <laughs> I know, me too. 100%. It, like, it has been my favorite show since I started watching wrestling again. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it's like... And it's not that I don't like it anymore, or, or even that it's not even just still my number one. Um, except I think UK is a better show, actually. Yeah, like, yeah, I think like UK is, also yeah. calling NXT NXT UK and not having like similar because it had a similar feel to NXT. So NXT kind of, 2K 2.0, but it's they they've always leaned into the United Kingdom tropes of how they do everything there. Well, the sport style, yeah, stuff. but like yeah. the look of it looked mm. like it was, it was dark. It was just in color, just in color, like not in yeah. actual like because it. It's like the belt, like their their entire branding is based on the way their championship belt looks. Mm-hmm. That's true. Is, That's it's true. Like the, Gorgeous. Like the London, so there's royalty shit aspects of it, you right. know. It was, yeah. So. Yeah. It's very much like a lot more world of sport. I mean, they have like the Heritage Cup. But I can see it becoming. I can see NXT 2.0 being one of those shows where kind of like honestly how I've been treating Raw and SmackDown, where it's like I will, I will. Look and see how the show went, and then I'll pick out matches that I want to watch from it, uh, and not necessarily sit through the whole thing every week. I could just see it happening. Mm, I might what? start going back to the Hulu cut. Yeah, well, that's what'll be interesting is what will the Hulu cut look like? Like, what yeah. will they want to promote? Like, will it be the no, old guard Hulu, or the big boys? Hulu makes those choices. Not oh. there's someone at Hulu who makes the those cuts, not WWE. Oh, um, it's someone who's familiar with the product, but that's also why we get weird stuff sometimes. Weird. Yeah, it's, it is weird. I forgot what it was, but I remember you guys. Like, you guys that watched the Hulu one missed like a whole angle. Yeah. Oh, for well, a long the Tian shot Tian shot angle wasn't on it for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, hit row was not. Um, anything yeah. from UK was not like, and I'm sure that that they have some kind of 
numbers on like what is watched and not. Yeah, you know? they probably like, have a guideline. They got some rules. There's something I don't know. But I remember algorithms. There was a time on the Hulu Cut where they obviously were like still over like by a minute, and they cut stuff out of the main event match, which was like a championship match, and it made no sense to me. And I went back and rewatched the full thing, and they like. Missed something like it was like a low blow in a match. Oh, and it was just like it was an important piece of the match. It was no like, dick punching on Hulu. Well, like they obviously were just trimming for time because that whole episode was weirdly like super like cut down in like like weird ways like that, like weird jump cuts and stuff. I don't and, understand. It's short. Just yeah. put the whole thing up. I don't get it. it well, that's a contract. That's um, their contract with WWE so that WWE can still have a value add for people watching it on their streaming service. Say, you get an extra hour if you pay us, not Hulu. True. That's the, their True. agreement with Hulu. Want to answer some questions? Let's do it. Yes. Let's All do right. it. This is from Bryson. Uh, what's your favorite break? What's your perfect breakfast? Oh, wow. oh, that's tough. Well, first of all, uh, Mr. Perfect makes it for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Because then you I know. my perfect bread. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that because I wouldn't want to drink the juice. <laughs> Might get hitch bombed. <laughs> mm, true. <laughs> oh, man. I like, I'm so torn because truly when it comes to a breakfast, I have two modes. And it's either a big, fat, fucking stuffed breakfast burrito, mm-hmm. or it's sugary, cakey type pastry. That, and I can't. I can. Na- I can nary mix the two. It's one or the other. I'm yeah, because you, you get like a big old thing of pancakes or a giant ass waffle. Like that's that's taking most of the real estate up. Most of the real estate. You can't then be shoving eggs and taters and fucking. You can, but it just a, hurts. A meat of your choice in there. It just it it it's a it's a tough task. It's not my. I wouldn't call that my perfect. I also, breakfast. I I am a fan of like fried chicken within breakfast these days. Mm. Like mm-hmm. a chicken fried, yeah. Like a chicken fried steak has always been kind of fun, or like a chicken fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, or like your know, chicken biscuits, stuff like that. Chicken oh, and waffles. My yeah, chicken God. and waffles. Chicken and waffles um, is actually so fucking. Chicken and waffles is up there for me. That's. I mean, that really it's is kind really of the, me- the best um, of the I mean, I think I would just say, like, the big-ass breakfast burritos I make. It's like, mm-hmm. it's what I want. It's the most satisfying breakfast for me is a giant a breakfast, breakfast burrito. burrito. Specifically, mm. though, the one from Los Betos. That's the okay. one that does the trick for me. I was going to say, for I don't, you, that's the one. <clears throat> that's not my breakfast. I don't like that for breakfast, though. I eat that any other time of the day. Oh, like, I, I just eat, That's just what it that's just what I eat from Los Betos is the breakfast burrito. So like yeah, that's yeah. also just like a lunch or dinner or fourth meal uh, option. Hell yeah, Taco Bell fourth meal. Yeah, Taco Bell fourth meal. Um, okay. Boxers. A or... breakfast burrito. Oh. A breakfast burrito is. It, but, but the oh. one last thing I will say about the breakfast burrito is that it is a contain. I like when something's contained in one vessel that I can eat the whole thing. It makes me feel like I'm in a Willy Wonka world. <laughs> You eat the whole fucking thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a new breakfast burrito here soon, and I'm gonna fry the potatoes in duck fat just for fun. Hell yeah! Ooh, oh, I love that, dude. Uh, boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. Yeah, boxer briefs. Boxer yeah, briefs. Absolutely. To my, me, it's a mix of the two. My underwear choices are a lot more exotic than that. <laughs> I know what I, I if you're if you care to share, I'm curious. What what do you uh, what do you what All do you sorts. use to keep from chafing? You know, what's your what's your what's your chafe uh, chafe stopper? As we call underpants just, in the business, all sorts, all sorts, all okay. sorts, all, all sorts. sorts. Right? I mean, I like straight I, up right now. I'm wear, I'm I'm wearing a thong underwear. Well, there you go. 
I, go. I got so used to super tight boxer briefs from yeah. playing sports. Oh, okay. Because you would wear compression shorts, and you just yeah. get so used to that kind of fucking, like, It keeps everything on, contained. You get so used to that that you just want that all the time. I, yeah. shout I out, love box. Shout out me undies. Uh, they don't sponsor us, but maybe they will one day. Here's the thing with boxers that I don't yeah, like, I, I hate I regular boxers. Like, yeah. Who uh, even made them, dude? It, they're not comfortable to wear. Yeah. If you have, if you happen to be somebody who uh, who is attached to a penis, that thing can fucking just come on out and touch your pants all of a sudden. Yeah. You're like, what? You What's get the that, point of the underpants? Yeah, you get the fucking zipper rub and it's yeah. just not good. Get yeah, a little yeah. rash on your pee pee. What the fuck is supposed to The underpants are there to stop it. So that's why I think the the boxer brief has worked best for me. Mm-hmm. Or function since I yeah. discovered it. Yeah. yeah, if I'm going with quote unquote men's underwear, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. those fuck your fucking <laughs> jet fuel underwear. Um, would you rather be forced to listen to the same ten songs on repeat for the rest of your life, or the same five movies? Same five movies. Oh. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah, you get to is it nothing. <laughs> nothing would change. <laughs> <laughs> I know, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you get to pick the movies. I'd go movies. As yeah, well. same five movies, and it would be the same ones. I don't even know if I have five. <laughs> like, which one would I rather get sick of? Is what I'm thinking. Of. Would I rather get sick of movies, or would I rather get sick of music? I'd rather get sick of movies. Same. I think than I than music. Even though I, I I love movies, like I, I love them. I do. I don't watch them nearly like I used to. Like I used I used to write about film. Like I used to be a published film writer. Um, I just my oh, attention man. span is not great for them these days. But like. It's still like music is more often a passive and just like normal part of my day, you know. Like I don't just have a movie going throughout my day. And exactly. I, like I do music exactly. sometimes. So I, I I could be I could see myself in a world of like oh there's that new movie looks cool but I can miss it but then what am I supposed to do not listen to Montero yesterday? <laughs> like and if front was, to back. If you told me like if it was ten bands or something like I could. Maybe like figure out, and I'm even like a repeat song listener when I'm like working on stuff and like whatever. Same like that. I'm, I do that, but still, no, 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 no. Good question, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna say movies. I mean, I'm gonna say songs. I, I could picture you. I, I think that's only a good listen for you. to podcasts. Um, I could pick two songs from The Weaker's Ends and then eight songs from Hatebreed, and I'd be good. Two so- I can see that. Two songs from The Week's End by Emery. <laughs> no. Um, also, what's the meaning of life? Uh, there is none. We're 42. All, we're, all, <laughs> oh, we're all here to die. Um, I, I think it can be summed live, up well as a... Uh, live, be, love, burn, die. Yeah, live, love, burn, die. Trey, you said it best. Move yeah. on. Uh, be, be excellent to each other. No, yeah, no, right? no. We already had it. It's live, love, burn, <laughs> no. die. No. No, no, it's the Bill and Ted one. No, it's a Treyu. No, it's the Bill and Ted it's one. It's a Treyu. I like, I like the idea of this episode actually just fading out on no, no, Bill and Ted. A Treyu, no, no. a Treyu. The second time I mentioned a Treyu this week. It's like, is, are they talking Jesus, about the never-ending story? Derek? No, um, Brady's trying to sell a guitar, and it's a oh, explore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a Gibson Explorer is kind of fucking sick, but um, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a very depressive bout this week, so I've been very. Uh, well, so no one, very, no one really gives a shit about our realistic. No uh, one gives a shit about what we think the meaning of life is. Yeah. We don't know. We are four we wrong know. people for that. Yeah, I genuinely, I would genuinely think it probably has something to do with being compassionate. 
Yeah, be good, be chill. <laughs> there is no <laughs> like, God. We're all gonna die. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, let's have that debate. Two uh, two hours, eighteen minutes. Ago, yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, who, questions. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I think the real answer is who fucking cares. Yeah. Questions from Blurg. What's your pet's favorite thing? Belly scratches. Uh, attention. <laughs> yeah. Um. Besides annoying me when I'm trying to work, um, and trying to distract me at all hours of the day, um, his favorite thing is I cut a sleeve a shirt into a sleeveless shirt, and I didn't cut enough, so I have a little strip that's like this wide of my shirt, and that's his favorite toy. Oh. Is just a strip of my shirt. To keep this on brand. Um, he uh, is a cat. He is a cat. To uh, keep this on brand of what our brand is. Um, mm-hmm. I was Cream. Listen- Abby likes your calm? No. Um, <laughs> I was I listening to an old that. Colt Cabana podcast, and he said that... Uh, oh, it was a video shoot interview thing. And he said that he used to use the sleeves that he cut off shirts as jizz rags. Oh, okay. Okay, that's where it went. Yeah. Mm, I mean, that was the one. Awesome. And so, my, my question to you is, do you do the same? No, I just threw them in the trash. The jizz All in the I'm going to say is I so make just a, in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All I'm going to say is I make a lot of crop tops. <laughs> Lots of big jizz rags. Um, I don't currently have a pet, which is depressing. Uh but maybe we actually live in a place where we're going to get a dog eventually. Yeah. Oh, nice. That, which, you know, we have to pay more, but that would, you know, we'll, we'll we have too out. many. We have too many pets. Wendy loves belly scratches. Mm-hmm. Zeno loves playing ball and friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not dancing. But not, me, but not with me. He could give a shit about my friendship. Yeah, he loves mm-hmm. me. And he and loves me. you. He tried I, that, to hump you. I do. I miss. I miss those days where during recording they'd both be laying on my feet because I. I know it's okay. I've learned. I've found out that I have like a. If if God is real and we all like have gifts from God, I think my gift from God is li- like. Giving the good touch to animals. <laughs> I wish like, I had that. I, I know a few people. You are one of them. I I can find on for almost any dog. One like if they trust me enough. I can find like the spot that makes their leg kick. They make I've, their leg go I've crazy. also been called the That's dog wonderful. whisperer as well. <laughs> my 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 sister has a or sorry my sibling Morgan has a uh, um, a business doing animal massage and has told me mm. that mm. like I, I just naturally got it. So hell yeah, honestly, just then, like yeah, Doctor Doolittle's daughter naturally had we, it. God damn it, we got cats who like God strings damn it. and we like <laughs> and we like uh, we have cats who like like uh, empty plastic bags. So mad. <laughs> it's so easy to make you say mad. I love it. Chilies or Applebee's? Chilies. Chilies, despite their, their betrayal of me and, and Isai. That's true. <laughs> and, your, and your eyeballs. Can I be honest with you? I don't have recollections of ever eating it either. Chilies is great. You know exactly I, what you're going to get. It's yeah. a solid like seven like out of ten every time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, for sure. I have very fond memories of Applebee's. I spent a lot of time there, but Chilies is better. I think I went to an Applebee's at an airport one time, and I think so mm. I you didn't go to a Chili's too. Chili's to go. It's called Chili's 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 to go. Chili's Two is the ones that are in airports. <laughs> I didn't go to a Chili's. I, lo- two. I love that they were they were Chili's to go, and then they mm-hmm. rebranded just to Chili's Two. Yep. Makes me makes me miss JBX Grill. Um, that breast, comes up so much breast? in this fucking podcast. Best because regionally it was exciting. Yeah. Best grocery store deli. 
Oh. Well, I mean, we don't have a, shun- a shit ton to, to pick from. I think, I mean, Albertson's Deli's fine. Al- Safeway here. Yeah, Albertson's um, is great because they're, they're, we've talked about their chicken before. Yeah. Chicken's good. JoJo's is great. I mean, I, uh, their, I fucking, think, their chicken Caesar salad is shit, but I love it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they'll have the, like the smoked summer sausage and barbecue sauce at the deli. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. They got that, that pick There's, three meal. Yeah. The pick three. Pick three has saved my fucking poor ass so many times. Oh, I know. That, uh, I, 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 I have to go get, with Albertsons. Get, get for double JoJo. Um, or I would get the mac and cheese and mashed potatoes, and they'd be like, "That's a lot of starches," you know. I'd be like, "Fucking, how about you keep your goddamn <laughs> fucking have, opinions to yourself?" I have never been judged by an Albertsons employee. I got a that's guy to that's a lot of starches. Wait, that's so yeah. weird. Wait, that's uh, rude, that, right? Uh, you work at an Albertsons deli. Everything's like, a starch. Even the things that aren't starch are like coated in just uh, contact starch. Do you want I'm glad my it money? Don't disrespect me and my surroundings. That's what I I know. I think I, I wasn't as confident at the time. I think now I'd be like, never mind. Keep your fucking bullshit, dude. No, I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, thank I mean, you. No, no, you already boxed it up and put the sticker. I'll take it. I will take never it. Never mind. I'll take it. I'll take I'm it. taking thank this you. in protest. Food. I. I food. Food waste is a bigger issue to me than how much of a jerk you are. Yeah, <laughs> also making my, me feel shameful. My, my tummy's hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungover. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that saved. That's me. what it was. Pretty much every time of like, I wake up, I would wake because I I worked at Pyhole at the time, so I like my sleeping schedule was just like stay up till four a.m wake up at any time past noon and so it'd be like i don't feel good i drank too much i'm just gonna go get fucking greasy nasty food <laughs> greasy delicious nasty food mm. i love it uh fred meyer is also solid especially at times their uh, tortilla soup mm. um mm. from back in the days paul's had a great paul's had a good deli but that's yeah they, gone, they always have the weird and i think ridley's which is like a like a small town one that where oyster lives Mm-hmm. They would have like the random like, like meal entree thing. It was always weird. It's like we got lasagna Monday, and like yeah. shit like that. It was always wild. But like they fucking, they did the for thing for a while when I for a while when I worked at Whole Foods. Like I was pretty impressed with actually like how much because I worked in the kitchen. I was impressed with how much they actually made all the food for the hot bar and the cold bar. But then like as I worked there, it just all became like commissary bags. Of just like heat it up and toss it out there. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. It's like I love a co-op or a uh, a Whole Foods, like because they they can put the effort into it. I think the the co-op in Boise is good. I think Whole Foods has gone to shit. Yeah, yeah. since Thanks Bezos, Jeff Bezos took you over, fuck ass. Yeah, Jenna left and it went to hell. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep, mm-hmm. Jenna was the not, whole not left. Together. It got a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Things were looking brighter. No more eating pizza out of the garbage. <laughs> the pizza rat's gone. And um, the last question, which accent do you wish you legitimately had? I think everyone on this podcast knows my answer. Japanese? (laughs) No. I don't know. You want to sound sound like Enzo, we know. I want to sound, no, not. I was thinking way more foreign. I was like, I guess. New York. I just want to sound like I live, I grew up in New York. You want to sound like a Chicago Italian. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I wish I sounded like a southern lawyer. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, a debutante. Um, the 1920s, like, yeah, see? Oh, Oh, that's good. Just correct me. That's what you sound like. That'd be wild. I wish I sounded like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, she got the three counts without looking at the lights. I'm not trying to get into weird, like, racial things in this. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I went, yeah, something like that. I, I want to have that kind of dialect, like the yeah, see, you'll never take the me alive, inter- Kappa's. The, the intercontinental accent. I appreciate that. I didn't realize that we were going to stick to the U.S. I would have. I'm going straight Australian. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, good. Can can we just get a sample of that right now? Yeah. Goody, goody. <laughs> Uh, that's all? Okay, Porky Pig. Uh, <laughs> that's all, folks. Uh, Is that how we're ending me? this? Good day, me. Good day, good day me. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great, yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Happy Reception. <laughs> uh, uh, that is all the questions. Um, Atreyu. you. I mean, I was going to end by saying live, love, burn, die, but maybe I'll think of a different one. Um, Who's sleeping on my yeah. side of the bed tonight? Hell yeah. Um, I'll you. Tomorrow, tomorrow is just the day, but come check us out at Tree 4 if you're in the Boise area and you feel comfortable. Yeah, don't come um, tomorrow, though. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't. Oh. I mean, you can will, come you whenever you to, want. Why did I cut up all these shirts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for the next Burning Fight. It rocks. Uh, oh, so have you uh, listened to it? I've, I've edited the first one. Oh, okay. So yes. yeah. okay, okay. Damn it. Yes. I was, try- I was trying to be a shit, but didn't work. Yeah, I haven't listened to the second one yet, but I did. I edited the first one. So, yes, I listened to it intently very well with my ears, Isai. Which one? Do I remember anything about it? No, but that's because I listen to probably a minimum of six podcasts a day. I'm constantly taking in content. Expect me to remember any of it? If, like um, everyone in the world, you are overwhelmed trying to understand the G1 Climax tournament (laughs) for this year, go listen to Nello explain it to you because that was. a very pl- nice part of, about editing the second episode is like now I have a better understanding of how, how bad the G1 is this year compared to most years. Um, also, <laughs> you will realize that um, yesterday was the um, first day and they made some fucking choices. Okay. I haven't seen what happened. Okay. But. Cool. Not good choices. Um, that's uh, that's uh, their uh, business model of late. Um, you drove so Beach Coda and Bushi, and that's all I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Wait, um, who, yeah, you drop that on my ass two and a half hours in? Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp. Oh, dear God. Um, yeah, so if you... Is Vince you in wanted... charge of, of that, too? Yes. No, uh, <laughs> TV Asai is. Um, yeah, if you want to know more about that, yeah, listen to Burning Fight. Uh, it'll be coming out every week uh, yeah. when I have... When I, either I, one of us has a chance to edit it and put it yeah. up, but it'll, it'll I be... want I want to I want to put my hand into editing a little more. Um, so yeah, I guess this is offline talk. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, and uh, Russell Boys three sixteen says maybe it's a good thing wrestlers are playing video games all the time now, huh? Maybe that's good. And live love burn die. And live love burn die. <laughs>